0: seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is?
1: Welcome
2: to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
5: Holy macro! The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Who
1: said that? Thank you!
5: God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come
3: on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
6: Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and I'm glad to announce that we will have an exclusive inter- interview with Sam Nunberg, shortly no i'm kidding uh <laughs> there, there's nothing <laughs> exclusive about that interview <laughs> <Mm-mm>. uh <laughs> of course uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc welcome to the program
7: hello i love roger stone too
6: oh jesus god um <laughs> love and roger stone ech. ech. yeah and uh <laughs> And if you can move up a little bit on your mic, too, Rain, if possible. Oh, and
7: okay. I can do that. I'm sorry.
6: <clears throat> there you go. And, of course, Joe of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. Yes.
5: I'll have you know that the Electric City is having their St. Patrick's Day Parade this Saturday. Oh. And according to U.S. News and World Report, Scranton's St. Patty's Day Parade is the second largest and best in the country.
8: Wait. Second only yeah, sure. to? Second
5: only to Kansas City. Wow. Right. That's, that's right.
1: No.
5: Yes. Right. In the They rate the top 10 parades in uh, the United States, and we're number two. Nice. Well, yeah, it's quite a parade. 150,000 people come here. Well, you well, know, I don't know where
6: really Cleveland is on that, but we're nothing to sneeze at, too. But I'm They weren't
5: on I, the list uh, at all. Damn it. Nope. That's interesting <laughs> to
7: me, because I thought that Chicago and Savannah were number one and number two.
5: Not according to U.S. News and where we're going. Mm. So
6: there
8: you there. go. All
5: right.
8: There
6: you go. And also the Oscars, horrible ratings. We don't have stars <laughs> anymore, except for me. Kidding, of course. Kidding, not kidding, asshole. Uh, yeah, you're a <laughs> star of your own shit show, you freak. Um, so uh, speaking of shit shows and freaks, uh, there's something I talked about on the show last week that I, I desperately have, I've been so excited about this. Because I think I have a new voice. I'm going to debut on the program. <laughs> uh, Wilbur Ross, everyone. Wilbur <laughs> Ross was on uh, CNBC or something like that, talking about how it just uh, again a horribly out of touch octogenarian billionaire. Can we make it a rule that they're not allowed to tell us what's going to be impactful on us as consumers and what isn't? That we we billionaires don't
7: billionaires or octogenarian
6: octogenarian billionaires.
7: Okay, both. Yeah, yeah, both. I like that rule.
6: I think it so, works. It's a good one. Um, so he went on to uh, CNBC. Uh,
9: Wilbur Ross went on to CNBC to talk about Campbell's um, <laughs> soup.
6: <laughs> my voice is a little too deep for it. He's kind of like a cross between Droopy Dog and um, the uh, uh, Dr. Von Mobile uh, from Spirit of 76, played by Carl Reiner. Um, but um, here's Wilbur Ross talking about uh, defending the tariffs with a prop.
10: This is a can of Campbell's soup. There's, oh. In the can of Campbell's soup, there's about 2.6 cents, 2.6 pennies worth of steel. So if that goes up by 25%, that's about six-tenths of one cent on the price of a can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, and the price was a dollar ninety-nine. So, who in the world is going to be too bothered by six tenths of a cent?
9: Who on earth wow. is going to be bothered by two sixths of ten percent of pennies and cents?
5: Well, uh, the, <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell you? Who? Can I tell you who? All of us. When you have to buy. The Campbell mm. Soup Company has to buy all that steel and sheets. Six tenths times a gillion sheets is gillions of dollars.
6: Sure. And they'll look, the, I mean, in, in just in thinking that the company will just be honest brokers and say, oh, we're just going to raise the price, you know, two sixths of a cent. No. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, uh, no.
7: It, this. Also, the fact that he said he went to Seven yes. Eleven, which already inflates prices for things like Campbell's soup. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he never went into a Seven Eleven.
9: Seven Eleven, I went to where a
5: Seven Eleven.
9: Where does he, live? he lives in the Seven
5: Eleven. He lives there.
9: <laughs> By the he lives with, with the King.
5: Keebler cookies. No, He's I in there with this. the Keebler cookies.
9: By the flaky.
5: This
7: honestly, because if he lives in New York, where a lot of billionaires live, there's not a lot of Seven Elevens in New York in new york city there's a few but i'm just saying
6: uh I, yeah i, I so, call
7: bullshit on all of it i guess that's what i'm yeah. trying to say
6: well and, and he had another prop too he had uh, this one was great
10: uh, here's, he a, was can here's oh, a can of coca-cola here's a can of coca-cola coca-cola
6: no shit uh
7: <laughs> <laughs>
10: i see,
6: didn't even he bother Coca-Cola
7: because
10: i thought it was a budweiser
6: he had a Budweiser too, and he held it up accidentally instead of the Coca Cola at the end. He was like grinning, and they were, and the CNBC guy was like, "Well, Wilbert, be careful of that uh, that Campbell's soup. It's high in sodium, and that Coca Cola is high in sugar." And he grins like a moron, and he holds up the can of soup, and then he hands up the can, a can of Budweiser in the other hand. Apparently, he didn't get through all his prop comedy.
8: So that so. wasn't
7: like internet memes. He really did it. You yeah. really did hold up a can of Budweiser. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. In the soup, In the soup, the soup. That's I got cool. 7-Eleven for oh, a yeah. dollar ninety-nine cents. Yeah, it's
5: good. And food. then uh, off in the
9: side, you heard hey, Wilbur.
1: That's <laughs> soup.
9: Chicken noodle soup.
1: Give me a carrot.
9: I asked for cream of celery, and they gave me chicken noodle. Um,
6: God. Yeah, and well, so I, t- I took it upon myself to just kind of cut up all the times he talked about the soup.
10: This is a can of Campbell's soup. There's in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7 Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup.
6: No shit. Uh, yeah, so Old Man Talks About Soup. Uh, <laughs> fascinating.
7: Back in the day, we talked about bumblebee nickels.
6: Oh, yeah. And we liked it. Well, here's the, here's the the clip in case anybody's never seen the magnificent film Spirit of 76 uh, with Carl Reiner. In the intro, with members of the band Devo, um, uh, they, they awaken Dr. Von Mobile, the man who's old enough to remember what what America used to be like.
3: Sir, you must help us. Our research has shown you were the only man old enough to remember what life was like before the magnetic storm degaussed all recorded history. We need to rebuild. But before we can do so, we need to know where we went wrong.
11: You must rebuild. We know that, sir. But where do we begin? Four score and seven years ago, our
1: forefathers.
11: Yes. Huh? <laughs> our forefathers. Tell us about our forefathers. The Constitution. The Declaration of Independence. Can you remember them? We, the people, have a right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you say <laughs> may be used against you. One nation... Invisible, liberty, and Christmas for all. Liberty? What is liberty? Freedom. (laughs) What is freedom, Dom? Fourth of July. What is the Fourth of July? The day it all began, 17... 1776. The day what began? The birth of the nation. The spirit of 70.
10: Thick.
9: <laughs> Thick. That
10: sounds just like Wilbur. This is a can of Campbell's soup.
6: Yeah.
8: Uh. <laughs> yet,
7: I, I'm i sorry, guys. I just can't get over the fact that this billionaire was like, I went to a 7 Eleven.
9: 7 Eleven. Got the and, soup.
7: And he bought soup instead of, I don't know, some
9: great flavored cigars. I thought about buying some stag magazines.
7: <laughs> I said it, su- it on the chat. The closest thing Wilbur ever <laughs> came to Campbell's Soup was buying a Warhol print.
6: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He so. bought a Warhol print. <laughs> they're not I'm called, sure
5: he did. I not, don't
6: think so. They're not called stag magazines anymore, will <laughs> I
5: don't. I don't think. So. I don't think he it's bought a Warhol. Uh, Investment
7: purposes. I think he did.
5: I think so. he would be in a Warhol print. Oh, yeah. God really. No. Andy. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. Andy's
5: in print. I can see him in a Warhol print, just like they did uh, Marilyn Monroe. Did he, did Did he just ever do Droopy a- Dog? He <laughs> <You> should. <laughs>
7: <going to> <laughs> I understand I don't
5: so. they use them for the it, when they do the uh, the Halloween uh, the Halloween costumes. They use them as the mold oh, for Snoopy uh, dog. There you go. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they put it, the rubber right over
6: his head. I, I I'm telling you what. Uh, I don't think Wilbur Ross likes that. he that went
7: to 7-Eleven and bought soup, Coca Cola, and beer. Just tells me, dude, do you understand that you just paid like way too much for any of this? And there's Uh, a reason why poor people have to go to 7-Eleven because they live in food deserts.
9: I bought a tin of, I also also bought a tin of Vienna sausages. Oh, God. I
5: don't think so.
1: You know what? (laughs) That makes me (laughs) mad.
5: (laughs) (sighs) Here's the thing with Wilbur. Um, He he hasn't had a hit since uh, Mr. Ed. You know what I mean? I mean, I,
7: I, and. He hasn't been tapped since before Mister Ed was born.
5: Tapped? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that can of soup is the close to a happy yeah. ending he'll ever get. <laughs>
8: oh. <wow>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh,
6: uh, great job with the prop comedy, you you octogenarian. Um, you know what I don't want i it's it's just octogenarian billionaires you've had your wonderful life I'm not shaming him for being old. I'm shaming him for you had your good life you're good he still go has away a life. let us all yes go enjoy the rest of your days in peace because you're not serving any of us you're not no, serving he did, what one he of did us was
7: poverty shame people he sure did
9: I mean who on earth? it's going to be affected by those tiny little fractions of pennies. yeah cuz
6: okay cuz we're only ever going to buy one more can of soup and one, can of and one more can of coke and one more can of budweiser in our lives and it'll never add up
7: <laughs> no. yeah, that's the thing that really it does it really does bother me because i've shared with you guys on this show i have been deeply deeply impoverished mm-hmm. where where i was just returning any cans i could find at certain points just to make yeah. some money the idea that he walked into 7-Eleven and paid $2 for a can of soup and made it, made it sound like $2 is nothing mm-hmm. is really, really insulting to people who can barely get $2 together to, sure. to buy a meal for their family.
6: Yeah, and he doesn't even think $2 is is actual money. I mean, I don't think he'd yes. wipe his ass with $2, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Maybe 100 <laughs>
7: It, so, it's just to me it's very insulting. And uh, you go to 711 if you if you want to get a can of soup because you really want a can of soup, you know you're going to pay more. You pay more for everything at 711. There
8: are two or reasons sheets, There's two or, reasons or any
7: of these, you know, yeah. s- you know stores.
6: There are two reasons why people buy groceries at 711. One, they have no choice. Two, yes. they're open on a holiday and they're the only place you can get it.
5: Well, yes. not three, you're getting what? gas, and it's convenient. Yeah. Is, yeah, that's true. <laughs> people, that's true,
7: but you're not filling a cart. When it's convenient, when no, it's convenient, no, no, they're doing it because they can.
12: But yeah.
7: People don't go to 7-Elevens to shop unless they're forced to go yeah. to a 7-Eleven to shop.
6: Yeah. Trojan Rabbit also sense. says that one would call that swill soup is even more insulting. I agree. I agree Campbell's soup is pretty terrible. I do I do I, I will take uh, I do like to use uh, tomato um, soup by them, but their new chicken noodle soup is awful. It's not good. I only make homemade bad. chicken noodle soup. Um uh, but, but maybe I
5: say that if it wasn't for Campbell's soup there would have been no Lassie TV show. This there. is true. This is true. Yeah.
9: Campbell's
10: soup this is a can <laughs> of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just oh, bought no. this can today. at is 7-Eleven down here. The can of Campbell's soup.
13: No
5: shit. Um, He's so. You know what I picture? I picture that last scene in 2001, A Space Odyssey, where the old man is just scooping up the last of the soup. You know that scene? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm that's wilbur ross sure all
7: right that well yeah, the old man
6: go to 7-eleven no, he, he might have been in no, space he He's might have taken this there might have been a Seven Eleven inside the monolith i'm not sure um but all right all right now we got to get on to our uh, speaking and uh, get away from soup du jour and to, uh, to our story du jour and meltdown du jour um because uh, Sam uh, Nunberg, I keep wanting to say Nunez because I keep thinking of the Nunez burger. <laughs> we, we've we upgraded from a Nunez burger to uh, a, a Nunburger A
8: Nunberg souffle. With leg.
6: everything. With everything. <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, a Western a western Nunberg. Yeah. So, uh, But yes. It, it, but yeah, Francie, he did really have a can of soup. He did. He did. Uh, But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, Sam Nunberg, and I have a lot of this audio, and I tried to break it up as much as possible, because yesterday it was just like uh, somebody said it on the cables today. Uh, They were like, you know... uh, Sam Nunberg went through the five stages of grief uh, within a 24-hour news cycle. (laughs) You know,
7: (laughs) I saw that. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah.
6: And it it was, and and we have a little bit of speculation on this. Um, but I'm not gonna get. We're not gonna get too hot and heavy into it when it's appropriate. We'll we'll talk about it. But it seems rather disturbing, in in all the instances of uh, Sam Nunberg running. Full tilt to defend uh, Roger Stone seems odd, seems very Mm -hmm. odd. seems Mm -hmm. very strange that he's so panicked about these emails as if, well, we might not find out something in his emails that, you know, Mueller wants to see that has anything to do with uh, the Trump Russia investigation. But there could be something more lewd and lascivious in there which could be personal stuff, could be potentially criminal stuff. Uh, but I don't know. Again, it's all speculation. It's just a weird gut feeling I'm getting about Sam Nunberg, and I think Rain kind of shared that. I think Joe, to a certain degree, as well. Um, that something very emotional in, in you know, he's... he's he, I, I mean, I have never seen a media meltdown like this.
8: Nobody I mean, has.
6: When, when <laughs> his... I mean, every frickin' show. Nobody
7: has. This was this yesterday afternoon was like watching OJ's slow mo.
6: Oh, the know, car, when, the 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 blazer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just
7: like that. But it was just every hour was a new thing. I don't have cable.
6: Yeah, but you were getting plenty of updates. So on, I got this on the news internet. from
7: Joe, and 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 you can, and it, I was over there on Twitter going, oh,
6: oh. Oh, yeah. What? So, oh, uh, so it all began on Katie Ter's show on MSNBC. And uh, she she did uh, uh, a great job with the interview. Um, and uh, this is broken down into like nine clips. <laughs> but I really feel it's important to get through all of them because this is where it, it started. So we're going to listen to a, a two or three of them before we go to the break. And kind of analyze as we go. Uh, we'll do open phones tonight again uh, during name calling, everybody. But I got a lot of audio to get through, and I promise we'll do uh, at least two Mad Libs tonight. Uh, I'll try and find something suitable for Sam Nunberg. <laughs> so every every adjective, just think of the think of ways to describe Sam Nunberg uh, in his uh, ma- what did I call it his, the magical media meltdown tour. Um, oh yeah. They're coming to take me away.
7: (laughs) Yeah, I think
6: (laughs) I I seriously I I really honestly thought he would appear in in liquid form in a bucket on Fox and Friends this morning, but that didn't happen. (laughs) because he melted down so much. Um, but yeah, so here's part one. Katie Turr and Sam Nunberg uh, freaking out about the Mueller subpoena.
14: Sam Nunberg has been called before the grand jury, now says he will refuse to go and says he'll refuse to cooperate with handing over any documents. Uh, Sam, you joined me on the phone. Are you there?
0: Hi, Katie. How are you? Why
14: are you saying
0: no? Because what they sent me was absolutely ridiculous. They wanted every email... I had with Roger Stone and with Steve Bannon. Why should I hand them emails from November first, twenty fifteen? Because I was told thinking you about to. this today, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> I was preparing it. Should I spend fifty hours going over all my emails
4: uh-huh. with, was with Roger and with hours. Steve Bannon? It gets bigger,
0: and then they wanted oh, emails yeah. that I had with Hope Hicks with. Uh, Corey Lewandowski, are you giving me a break? It's ridiculous.
6: Are you giving me a break?
5: That is not the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and no, they're not giving you a break, by the way. Are you giving me a break?
6: <laughs> is he Russian? <laughs> is that why Shall- we can't find sh- anything about his past? <laughs> uh, In Russia, breaks give you. Yeah, well, we he definitely you know- isn't. He definitely isn't Russian because the way he says Vladimir Putin.
5: Vladimir Putin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's Spelled P U D D I N. Puddin. Puddin. <laughs> this, so.
7: this happened like around two o'clock.
5: Yeah, right. After he had his chocolate puddin. Yes. Right.
7: It was. It was. It was in kind of the mid afternoon, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Just
5: yeah, that was the before. kickoff of the of the. Uh, uh, what would you call it? The uh, this, the. Uh, I'm not going to do a tour. Oh yeah, or the magical. Was media, the, the magical media the meltdown tour. Story. Yeah. yeah, I think he went right to to Gloria Borgia after this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just all day. It was it was like I mean. Yeah. Somebody said bonkers. he was good. You know, between CNN studio and M- MSNBC's studio, there's three blacks in New York.
7: Yeah, that was Charlie <laughs> said, Pierce
5: actually. Yeah, he said Charlie Pierce says you can't get that drunk in three blacks.
7: Yes, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie Pierce did say that. He's
5: like, yes.
6: All right, well, well let's but he do, was let's on
7: the phone with Katie. Yeah, so we yeah. don't know where he was. Let's
6: yeah, let's get he was racing at that point, racing for part of outside. Um, love this
7: story so much.
6: All right, here's part two, uh, where he says, um, uh, he, he r- totally running to the defense of Roger Stone. This is the first time his love of Roger Stone appears very quickly in this, um, in this little first tirade, and He's you know, smart. there's and he this is the beginning of his contradiction too and I don't know again I have so much of this audio and I can't couldn't remember who he said what when to who you know <laughs> and I got I'll everything try to I get could straight
5: because I stayed right on the thread
6: yeah because he, he, I, I he contradicted right him he contradicted himself multiple times on whether oh, or not yeah. there was actual collusion. But here's uh, here's part two of this interaction.
14: Um, this is the special counsel. He's investigating Donald Trump. You know He's what? investigating interference. You know what, Mr. Mueller?
0: You know, when, when you, Mr. But you, Mueller, sat, you sat
14: with him a week ago, or a week and a half ago, and, and did that make you change your opinion of this investigation, that you don't want to cooperate?
0: I, I'm not going to cooperate when they want me to have... When, when they want me to come into a grand jury for them to insinuate that Roger Stone was colluding with Julian Assange. Roger is he my was. mentor. Roger is family it. to me.
14: Thank I'm not going to do it. What has happened in the I'm last 20 years that's
0: made you, right you, know major, Mueller, you change
14: your mind on this?
0: When I was going over everything today, when I looked at the, the, the subpoena, this was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, as you well know. Katie, do you know that? You've said it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. He treated Roger and me very badly. Roger and, he and me. he screwed us over during the campaign. But you know, here, that, when I get yeah. a subpoena like this, Roger's right, it's a witch hunt. I mean, Mr. Trump's right. The president's right. It's a witch hunt.
6: Uh, I hate Trump, wait, but what? he's right. Wait, it's a witch wait, hunt. Wait, wait, but what? it wasn't last wait, week, Roger's and now it right? is.
5: wait, the president's last week it right. wasn't a, Yeah. So, so it became a witch hunt?
6: Yeah, as soon as they were After like... After he got the subpoena. Yeah, so... So, something he said in that preliminary meeting last week made them say, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and need to see your
5: emails, yeah,, yeah. and we want we want to hear that testimony in front of the jury, yeah, 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 because we want that on the record as um because we want to use that in our prosecution sure
6: and and it is a it is a simple fact that roger stone has had contact with julian assange and others in wikileaks guccifer 2.0 uh has been a collaborator on rt and um god knows what else so yeah i think it would be very valuable to see um you know uh, any of that Uh, you know i mean rt it you know it's been pointed out by uh Who's the? I'm sorry. Who's the Trump appointee that said that they were? Um, they're essentially a propaganda wing of the the Kremlin. Um, Trump
7: appointee? Oh.
6: Um. Yeah the the guy who uh, also declared uh, Wikipedia or uh, Wikipedia WikiLeaks uh, just as bad as. Uh,
7: oh as, oh no that's that's the head of the CIA.
6: Yeah yeah and he was appo- yeah Pompeo and he was appointed by Trump. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and uh, but if you heard Roger Stone today on mm-hmm. with uh, Chuck Toad, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he basically just belched out a whole bunch of um, you know, uh, one of the common uh, one of the panelists after the conversation with uh, Chuck Toad and Roger Stone, um, basically said you know it, you know his nuance in bullshit. And getting into the weeds is so great. It totally just steers you away from anything that's relevant. Because all I heard, Mm -hmm. my my eyes just glazed over when I was listening to it. Um, I just wanted to hear what he said about Nunberg. And basically, he's like, Nunberg, never heard of him. You know, I mean, he he did. You know, he's like, he's my friend. But no, he marches to his own drummer or something like that. Well, Um, I'm sure that we're
7: going to have audio later about how Roger Stone is basically his father figure.
6: Yeah, that's that's coming down the pike. Um uh, but uh
5: well but, yeah, but you know you can't you can't fool teens. lawyers though. And no, Roger no, Stone, you can't. after he got off with Chuck Toad, uh who can't ask a follow up question. I mean his True. wife could come home at three in the morning and he'd never get to the bottom of it because Understood. He can't ask a follow up. But anyway, no. uh Chuck Toad um got off and handed off to Ari Melber and Ari Melber oh, yeah, said Ari said wait a minute he just moved the goalpost <laughs> first yeah. he said that he never colluded with WikiLeaks and now tonight he told Tody that WikiLeaks colluding with WikiLeaks is not the same as colluding with Russia Yes exactly and he and he again he
6: moved oh, the goalpost saying that they're not He moved not, the goalpost They're not uh, a Russian outlet. He, he really contem- said that. He, yes, he said he doesn't Gosh. agree. He doesn't agree that that uh, WikiLeaks is uh, a you know a Russian propaganda outfit, and that uh, so if anybody from
5: the campaign talked to them, then in his mind it, it's not treason. Right, because before he was saying that he never colluded with WikiLeaks. Yeah. He had no contact with WikiLeaks, and he had no foreknowledge of anything coming out of WikiLeaks. Now, now he's changing the story.
6: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, all the treason I needed was Trump calling for Russia to to hack into Hillary Clinton's emails. Um, So, you you know, that's all I needed. Uh, And I'm sure that 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 that's not going to get past Mueller. I mean, he's going to grind down on why he said that, find out what he knew and when he knew it. Uh, That's why he needs all those emails. So Nunberger, uh, he has changed his tune. Nunberg, Nunberg. I'm sorry, Nunberger, Nunezberger. I'm all confused. Um, yeah,
5: you know, you know, it, it, it's becoming quite clear. Okay, with with what we heard the last couple of days, that Mister Mueller has several roads into the White House. One of them is Paul Manafort. Mm-hmm. One of them is Gates, and we now know that one of them is Roger Stone. Yeah exactly can we just and say
7: on, that he has the national highway system into the white house
5: he sure does very
6: good the, eisenhower the whole,
7: system find interstate. out what
6: the r- biggest russian network of roads is and that's what it is into the white house uh so anyway we're gonna go ahead and run to the break and when we come back we're gonna pick up where we left off um and yeah holy god this is just bonkers we'll be right back Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
15: So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition.
3: KennyPick.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from BradBlog.com and The Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
4: You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co host and dungeon master of Mike Check Radio.
6: And I am Miles Lagan, co host and galaxy master of Mike
0: Check Radio.
4: You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords.
0: They're called lightsabers?
4: Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern
0: to hear host Adam Hebert and us
4: discuss politics
7: and nerd stuff.
0: Indie Media Weekly, all the power without the tower.
6: Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free. And tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick fellers got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from seven to ten p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower.
4: This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard
1: in my whole life.
15: It's terrible, by the
1: way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! <laughs> you bastard! Other
9: worse? It's showtime!
6: It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And now that I see Joey Word is in the chat room, I know this is going to make him laugh.
9: My, my record is sealed! by Ronald Reagan.
6: There you go. So I uh, you can probably hear the cool cool black dude laughing in uh Tennessee right now. Uh but anyway, uh welcome back to the program Joe Santosa Scranton Pennsylvania the Electric City.
5: Oh, breaking news. I uh, I think they just put a uh, 30% tariff on Noonberg appearances. Oh, okay. So, um,
6: Yeah, it's gonna that cost. Is
7: not breaking news. No. You're not going to fool me this time, Mr.
14: Stop you don't trading
5: think so, huh? lie and false news. Um, uh, yeah, go check so, cnn.com. You'll see. Okay, yeah, really? and of
6: course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program.
7: Hi, everybody. Listen, I am not going to talk badly about Kenny Pick because I refuse to believe. I, I just, I cannot let Robert Mueller create a case against kenny pick
6: <laughs> i appreciate that um so and my russian is really terrible by the way i don't even I like russian you in in a,
5: i turn you in in a minute oh okay
6: oh, i'd you. be right
5: i'd be right in front of that goddamn grand jury if they subpoenaed me man. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to jail for nobody i hear you i hear you uh you hear but me uh, right? you too so
8: i
7: know I know, that's why I I talked to the feds and said, get that man out of my basement.
5: I have some breaking... (laughs) Get that that orange jumpsuit ready.
6: There you go. I have some breaking... uh, um, No, make him wear Arpaio pink. Um, uh, Ah. Yeah. I I have some breaking IMW, Indie Media Weekly News, and Southern Progressive Revival News. Uh, Our good friend Janet Lee is going to be returning home in a week, everybody. So let's give an amen to that right there. Man. She let me and all the Southern Progressive Revival dudes know uh, before showtime that she was make- making her way back home. So she said, "I'm a fighter," and uh, she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be back. So we're excited about that. Um, but anyway, uh, somebody who we hope uh, you know, uh, honestly, seriously, uh, Nunberg, stop!
5: Don't come back.
6: Yeah, yeah. No, really please. We're done with you because I I'm not I mean, no, I take that back. I have four different outlets of audio clips for for this this cr- crazy man. Um uh but I don't I don't want to call him crazy, but he he's panicked. He's panicked, he's scared. And uh yes. th- mm-hmm. this next one um this one was baffling to me. Uh he's saying, "No, Trump didn't definitely didn't collude Although later on, uh, he says he thinks Trump might have done something. Can't say for sure. But uh, but this one, and, and by the end of this, uh, I think everybody's going to have like a big question mark over their head.
0: Um, and I'm not going to cooperate. What do I have to spend? Maybe hours going over my emails. And I've had.
6: Wait a minute. He said 50 hours before. Now he's increased that time yeah. by 30 within the matter of just a, a minute or two.
0: With Steve Bannon. ...and with Roger Stone. What does Bob Mueller need to see my emails when I send Roger and Steve clips and we talk about how much we hate people?
14: Sam, you were on the campaign uh, early on. You were there when Donald Trump was deciding to announce he wanted Donald to Trump run for president. Donald
0: collude with the Russians. It is the biggest joke. ever Everything what? Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. It, 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 I can tell you, Donald Trump when he was involved in conservative politics and did not help his business okay um, donald trump did not want to attack hillary clinton early on in the campaign he only wanted to attack jeb bush because it wasn't going to be it, it wasn't going to be good for him and had he not won the primary he was probably going to endorse hillary clinton Bullshit.
8: Uh, oh yeah
7: my god
6: yeah so yeah, I mean, sure there was, was so much bullshit packed into that. Okay, first of all, Trump. Nobody absolutely, asked him
7: about Trump and Russia.
6: Yeah, but Katie Trump absolutely Church did not collude. Ask about
8: that.
6: Trump did collude. There is proof out there, and there, yes. there's there's even so much proof that uh, conservatives are like, but what does collusion really even mean?
8: <laughs> yes,
6: it means you worked with yeah. them and to try and fuck things up here in our country, and you're a bunch of traitors. That's what it means. Um, just so, s-
5: go ahead. Just to remind everybody, um, collusion isn't the crime. Conspiracy is the crime. Yes. Yes. And what, what we saw in the first indictment of the 13 Russians was the establishment of the crime. Conspir- yeah. And what we see yeah. him doing now is the establishment of a second crime, which is theft of property, hacking.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: Okay.
5: Anybody who participated or knew about that is a conspirator That's or, the crime. Or collusion.
6: if you encouraged
5: it. That's um, right. Like Big Fat Donnie. You would have to do that, sir, and get caught doing it like on tape or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you'd ever find yeah. that. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we'll find it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let
9: uh, me do a Google
16: search. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, here, oh, it, sorry. It just took me a second to...
16: to it would be interesting to see. I, I will tell you this. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. By the
6: press or by you? Uh, or by Mueller.
5: Or by or Mueller. Yeah. By Mueller,
6: I so, might give you a subpoena for that. So here's the next one from Katie Turr. Um. So, in in we get into some of his re- his reverse position on the Mueller inquiry investigation, and uh, more panic about handing over the emails. It just keeps building and building this
0: panic over the emails.
14: Sam, you were on not this campaign going to go
0: over my emails. I'm not going to spend 80 hours a- there because it is, the a bunch, bunch hours of FBI against. agents and a bunch of U.S. attorneys want me to harass me. And you know, here's the thing: they've gone off. They've already bankrupted people. Katie, okay, they've they bankrupted other people with this they you know Sean Spicer has big legal bills Josh Raffel has big legal bills everybody has oh, what hold on hold on for? Sam
4: you were
14: you were on our air on MSNBC just last week saying the Russia investigation was not a waste of time that this was not a waste of taxpayer money you were adamant. You know what? You were adamant you know about what? that so I what mean, has changed what has opinion. changed Sam in the in the last 24 hours or last week
0: up, where you've decided
6: I'm going to I'm going to pause it right there what has changed they came after him <laughs> That's what changed. <laughs> yeah, they came after him. But I got to
0: do the this. Subpoena, yeah. It was ridiculous to me. The subpoena is absolutely ridiculous. Why should I hand them over every email I've had with they told Steve Bannon to Roger Stone since November? <laughs> and you know what? Yep. Since November of twenty of twenty fifteen.
6: Yeah, because they told mm-hmm. you to. And not if they said they wanted what? them
5: all the way back to twenty ten,
6: yeah, you give not- it to them not sure um how you're not grasping this but muller asked and i uh, you know it, it, here's the one interesting thing about this guy too he's 36. he's young uh he doesn't he's look young baby. he doesn't look young but he is um and he
12: um yeah
6: that ages you um <laughs> But uh, the, the, now I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into uh, the the um, a little conspiracy theory. Um, because he keeps going back to why should I have to do this? Why should I have to release these emails between me and you know? And and he goes back and forth between Bannon and Roger Stone, kind of almost trying to say, like bury Roger Stone's name with a bunch of other names. But it's always the emphasis is really on. Why the emails with Roger Stone? I personally think that it is possible, and I'm not trying to shame him or anything like that, but I think it's possible because Roger Stone is a noted, um, he calls himself a trisexual, and that's fine. I'm not going to kink shame him, but why do you belong to a party that does? You know? why do you why do you belong to a party that wants to get into everybody's bedroom and tell people who, who they can be with and who they can marry um, you know that's what drives me crazy the hypocrisy of it but he says he's a trisexual he he'll try anything all right now to me that also if you're saying you're uh, you'll you'll try anything that's a little creepy to me because that could imply that maybe you're into illegal stuff too and I'm not going to get into any details about this because this is all speculation on my part, but the way he talks about him in such glowing terms as a father figure. And, you know, uh, you know, is it possible? Yes, it is possible. I can't say anything, you know, whether it's true or not, but it, it could possibly be that maybe Roger Stone helped out Sam Nunberg with some sexual discovery in his life. I don't know, but, this kind of panic seems to me like if it's not something like that, which I don't think would be something to go into full panic mode about, unless you're, you know, unless you're just like, I can't let the world know this about me, you know, what, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, maybe he's a furry. I don't know. Um, you know, but it it seems like, uh, Roger Stone, you know, he's very close with him. So he's almost like a father figure you know, trying desperately to protect him are a lot of these emails. Are they, you know, uh, of some kind of personal, possibly sexual nature, possibly if, if it's not that maybe it's some kind of, you know, criminality that's not even related to the Russian, uh, Trump, Russia investigation. But this, this level of panic, it's, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's one of three things. It's, there's something that he believes will harm him personally that could come out of the emails, want something that could harm him criminally out of the emails unrelated to the investigation or he's he's fucking dead meat when it comes to uh Russian collusion. If I might. Yeah.
5: Just uh I mean that could be true. I mean I, but th- the only flaw in that theory, conspiracy theory, um is that uh I, I don't think that if it were emails that had to do with sexual discovery or coming out or anything like that uh, th- they would be harmful to him in any way because if if they were given to Mueller, Muller's not interested in that no I mean, but it has nothing something to do with could the leak the, something the could leak that, out that, though i don't think nice. so if that was given to a grand jury unless i uh, might unless they gre- unless he leaked it out or you know things like that in front of a grand jury Usually don't leak. I I, I just have I, I just think there's something criminal in those emails. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that links Roger Stone to the Russians through WikiLeaks, through Julian Assange, mm-hmm. that they discussed, that he didn't tell, that would not only say that he lied during his meeting last week, noon. But that would imp- yes. But that would not only implicate him in perjury, but implicate him, implicate Roger Stone in conspiracy with the crime of hacking, which is coming up. I I just don't think that Mueller would be interested in his sexual orientation, nor do I think it would become (laughs) public. Uh, I
7: agree with that. I agree with everything you said. However, I don't think that Sam Nunberg... Has that self awareness?
8: Well, that could
5: be. I, I like I said, I don't discount. I, it. I just, I'm just because, saying.
7: You know, I shared with I sh- to everybody listening. I sh- you know I watched, I watched the uh, Tapper, the Melber, and then the Burnett interview. All the. And burrs. I can't even begin to, to tell you how many times he's like, "I'm here to." Pre-. He basically is saying, "I'm here to protect." roger stone yeah if you listen to all of that stuff he that's that's his that's his base problem
1: so So
7: i i hear what you're saying joe but i i don't know man
6: so but you know so even if uh, i guess i understand where you're coming from it could be that he just doesn't want anybody to know that stuff but because he's in such a panic it says to me Maybe there's other criminality unrelated to this. Perhaps. You know, that, it, that... That could be too. Because Roger Stone is a dirty, dirty, dirty operator. We all know that. And I don't think anything... I, I, I wouldn't put anything past him uh, for criminal behavior. I absolutely wouldn't because I think he's been covering... He's been surrounding himself with powerful people to help him hide this stuff. I mean, you know, he's trying to. uh, He's gotten wrapped up in the whole uh, infowars thing, and it's almost like that's a cover for him to say whatever crazy thing he wants is like a deflection to what's really going on with him. So you know, uh, it's it's uh, it's interesting, but we'll see. We'll see what what goes on. with, uh, you know, the discovery of this whole thing. But anyway, let's go ahead and get back to the audio. Um, He thinks it would be funny if they arrested him.
14: Sam, what about those who might look at this and say, you have something to hide, or there's something that you don't want to reveal because now you're saying you're not going to cooperate? What if people think it looks suspicious?
0: Let them think what they want. Let them think what they want. You know what? I'm the first person to go out here and say I'm not cooperating. Because it's absolutely ridiculous what they want from me. Katie, should I spend 80 hours going over emails that I've mm-hmm. had with Steve Bannon and, Donald, and, and Roger Stone?
14: If you're going to defy a mm-hmm. grand jury subpoena, Katie, are you worried Katie, about Katie. being held in contempt of court?
0: Let, let's see what Mr. Mueller does.
14: Are you worried about getting arrested?
0: I think it would be funny if they arrested me. If
14: you're held in contempt I think of court. You have it would be legal really, bills?
0: really funny if they wanted to arrest me because I don't want to spend 80 hours. Going over emails I had with Steve Bannon and Roger Stone.
6: I don't think he thinks it was so funny today after he realized nope. what happened last night. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, my friend Steve. Uh, my, my, since I was a uh, uh, you know in first grade, my friend Steve said he just woke up this morning wondering where where, wondering where, all, where the hell all of his cocaine went. Um, could be, um, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh but yeah so uh, yeah. he doesn't think arrest is funny anymore because he's not, you know today he, he his father issued a statement saying it's okay
5: he's going to comply not Roger Stone not that daddy um ugh. you know one of the previous one of the previous prominent people who defied a subpoena back in the 90s Susan McDougal Yes
6: Oh yeah she, yeah, she spent was not,
5: 18 she, months in prison Yeah she did yes. for, for that and then she was convicted of felonies but I mean but basically Susan McDougall, uh, they did. She said, This is not fun. She said, You're not going to a tennis court, you know, prison. Yeah. You're not going to be able to, you know, sit around, read your love novels during the day, go mm-hmm. exercise and play tennis in the afternoon, and then go back to your nice hot meal in a bed. They did what they call diesel therapy on her, Susan McDougall, which is they would haul her from facility to facility. So she was always disoriented, always the f- new person on the block. Fun and oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of fun. She said it was torture and always isolated. Wow. And she did. They did that to her for eighteen months. She was in like four different facilities over the course of those eighteen months. They just kept moving her around. She didn't know where she was going, who she was going to meet, who was yeah. going to be her cellmate, or if she had a cellmate. Mostly, mm-hmm. she didn't. It's not fun. No, no. They play games. Yeah. So, um,
6: all right, here, here's the next one. I like this. Uh, Katie Tur Uh Who else might be on your email list there, Sammy?
14: Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, Hope Hicks. Who else is on the list of emails that they want from you?
0: Oh, Car- Katie, did I ever communicate with Carter Page? Do you think I communicated with Corey Lewandowski after November 1st? 2015. Before, I mean, I would say, dude. Corey was the one who screwed me over and got me fired from the campaign.
14: What about Keith now, Schiller? What about Michael that? Cohen? What about Donald Trump? What about those communications?
0: I mean, for them to ask me about communications with Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States, you know, Mr. Mueller, that's that that is over the hill. That is too over much the hill for Mr. Mueller to ask for.
6: That over the hill—that—that's again not the right phrase to be using. Hell. Not over the
0: hill.
10: That's not Wilbur over Ross. The hill, through the woods. W-
6: that's Wilbur Ross. The, you know. Uh- <laughs> this is
10: a can of Campbell's soup.
8: Yeah. <laughs> soup.
10: Just,
7: I know. I know we're going into the break, but we're only we're only at the Katie Tur interview.
6: I know. Six, uh, We're s- only six, six still, clips in. We still, still have four like more. A little
7: white guy. He didn't turn red. Yeah. The way he did after Aaron Burnett? Yeah, um, he
8: wasn't
5: too good with Gloria Borger
6: either. Oh dear. <laughs> this
7: day was cr- yes, that was.
6: I should have gotten the Gloria <laughs> Borger stuff, but I'm not going to oh, beat and myself up. the Jake Tapper up. stuff <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got. Yeah, the Jake Tapper stuff is good, but it's let's so- let's see let's see if we Here, can get.
7: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Ken got everything, all we would do is just play audio from his interviews.
6: Yeah. But we let us try let's try and wrap up the KD the KD tour stuff because it's all four clips all under a minute. So let's uh, let's see what we can do. Here's the next one. This is uh um. Oh, here he's just like, I think my lawyer's about to drop me. Sam,
14: let me ask a question. Don't interrupt. Uh, You were on the campaign early on. You left early, as you just said. You said Corey Lewandowski helped get you fired. But you were there when Donald Trump was deciding whether he was going to run for president and why he was going to run for president and what sort of positions he would hold when he decided to run for president. Wouldn't the special counsel be interested in finding out what you know about that time early on?
0: They, they asked about it. They what did they ask? Asked about it, and it was ridiculous. What did they ask? Because I can tell you, once again, Katie, Donald Trump being involved in conservative politics was not good for his business. By the way, I think my lawyer's going to dump me right, right now.
6: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Um, yeah. So Mom and yeah. dad were thinking of dumping you, too. But. Fortunately, uh, but popping what said up...
7: Before that was really important.
6: Uh, the in that clip, yeah. Which part? I'm sorry. Can you
7: can you play it again?
6: Oh crap. Um hang on it's I just I've okay. I've been, I've been wiping them out as I go. I got it. I got it. Hold on.
14: Sam, let me ask a question. Don't interrupt. Uh, you were on the campaign early on. You left early as you just said. You said Corey Lewandowski helped get you fired, but you were there when Donald Trump was deciding whether he was going to run for president and why he was going to run for president and what sort of positions he would hold when he decided to run for president. Wouldn't the special counsel be interested okay. in finding out what you know about that time early on
0: yeah they they asked about it they what did they ask asked about it and it was ridiculous what did they ask because i can tell you once again katie donald trump being involved in conservative politics was not good for his business by the way i think my lawyer's gonna dump me right, right. now yeah.
6: anyway that was the clip See, to
7: me that's amazing that's amazing to me and i know i'm hoping that in the future that makes more makes more sense but he he basically said yeah he shouldn't have run because it was bad for his business
6: and now that he's he's in there ran yeah and now that he's in there he's you know obviously his mindset is probably still make as much money for the business as possible and that's why we're seeing a lot of raised eyebrows with the dealings of ivanka Playing politics
5: and,
7: uh, or maybe maybe Putin told him you have to run,
5: but could be. I'm could am just be.
7: putting that out
5: there. I yeah. What was remarkable in that clip was that he admitted that Mueller asked him about uh Trump's state of mind, yes, before he made his decision, <laughs> and that he thought that was ridiculous, but obviously Mueller didn't, yeah. Uh
6: so anyway, all right. Uh we don't have time to get through all of this so much. I know. We'll, we'll 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 play the last couple when we get back. Um but uh let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more of this huh, this uh Nunberg. <laughs> Nunberger. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
3: Occasionally I get a jerk like you here. So thank you. <laughs>
6: Kennypick.com. gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe, Gods and Monsters, every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
0: And now, on with the show. By the way, I think my lawyer's going to dump me right now. Rock and
1: to another edition of
2: Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible?
5: Computers, that's how. He
4: has a machine and a cord right out of his computer.
5: Prepare, Prepare to make, make computer, computer to, to computer, computer contact.
4: It is an
1: easy idea. Only macro.
5: The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes.
1: Thank
5: you. God bless the internet. That's where
3: the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
6: Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And yes, exciting news, everybody. I got my second computer. Set up, hooked up, and everything. I spent a long time last night perfecting my desk, almost uh, on the setup, so I can actually have the full screen chat room and have my Google Goo Church uh, computer up. Go do a Google Church, so it doesn't slow down the broadcast. for For the last like dozen shows or so, I've been running everything off the same computer, and I think every once in a while that might have caused a hiccup here and there, but it's not going to happen now. But anyway, uh, welcome back to the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Hello. Woohoo! Yay, second computer. computer. Woohoo! Yeah. And, and of Yay. course, Joe Santoris at Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir.
5: God, they're showing Roger Stone's tattoo on TV. Oh God! Oh. Damn it! God damn it! This makes me want to start. Oh.
6: Just makes him want to start breaking things when, when they start showing that uh, on. Oh, Whoa!
8: Uh, God
1: damn it! God damn it!
6: And also, and also Barf as well. What is he? Think he's being funny or ironic or something? What a freak. Um,
7: I just so, want to put this out there. Yeah. I've said it to you and Joe, and I want to say this to everybody listening. Netflix has a documentary called Get Me Roger Stone. Watch it. Watch it watch
6: it i i only avoided it because i thought he might have gotten money from it if i watched it that's the only reason i didn't
7: (laughs) no 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 the guys who produced it were actually democrats
6: cool okay all right got it i will i will watch it
7: E. roger stone
6: netflix i will uh, i'll try and watch it tomorrow while you're recording resistor sisters destroying the the patriarchy one podcast at a time cat will be a special guest um and heidi will be off um heidi but, will
7: be off and can yeah. we just put this out there our sister heidi her mother passed away yesterday
6: yeah so very very sorry to hear about that and uh yeah if you're friends with her on facebook and and if she has a post or anything about it go give her a little bit of love or drop her a pm um so uh on facebook
7: she's heidi holland
6: heidi holland that's right uh and okay uh so here we go we're gonna get back into try and wrap up the last three they're pretty short clips from katie turz again the the icebreaker interview before uh, what i lovingly refer to is the magical media meltdown tour they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to take me away ho ho (laughs) need a (laughs) need a mashup of those two songs uh, so anyway, uh, here here's uh, uh, he spills the beans on some of the uh, questions that the special counsel was asking.
14: What did they ask you about Donald Trump taking policy positions early on?
0: They asked me if Donald Trump took positions, and he flat out told me he was taking positions because of his business. And I will tell you, he never told me that. He did not.
14: What else have they been asking you?
0: They asked. They, you know what they asked, which was ridiculous to me. They asked things like, did you hear people speaking Russian in the Trump office? Who? Katie, I did not hear people speaking Russian in the Trump office. Okay, that's ridiculous. They asked things like, yeah, keep keep going. They asked things like, uh, did you hear, uh, did you did you hear about Trump Tower Moscow? No, I never heard about Trump Tower Moscow. Never heard about it once.
6: All right. Well, maybe you didn't, but I know other people did. So that question wasn't just for you. And seriously, get another adjective other than ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, they're asking you questions that they asked a lot of other people. And the reason they're asking you is probably because some of those people said, yes, I did hear that. I did hear people speaking Russian. Yes. i did I did hear people talking about uh trump tower uh Moscow or whatever it is um so yeah it's not ridiculous 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 so sounds like dr. Smith or something
5: <laughs> sounds a <laughs> like daffy duck yeah
6: ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
5: It's ridiculous yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh
6: all right uh do I have a daffy duck drop that would be great um uh oh! Wait here. Yeah, I do have one.
8: That's wrong, you dumb bunny. Try yeah. it again.
6: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, the dumb bunny does try again here. Sam Nunberg. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, he kept trying all night. <laughs> yeah, and
6: he tries to oh, smear <laughs> President Obama smear. while praising uh, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin, everybody.
0: And I can tell you, Katie. That you're not going to like to hear this. Your audience is going to like to hear this. But when Donald Trump took positions where he said that Vladimir Putin, um, that Vladimir Putin was better off fighting Syria against ISIS compared to Barack Obama, he was right. Because you don't remember this, or you don't want to talk about it. But ISIS was chopping Americans' heads off, and Trump was right about it. He was intuitively right about it. I don't know. What I'll leave your allegations after-
14: against me and the viewers of this network to the side.
1: Okay, I'm, uh, sorry. But I,
8: uh-
6: uh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: That's wrong, um, you dumb
8: bunny. Try it again. So-
6: <laughs>
12: <laughs> it's
8: ridiculous.
6: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Vladimir
7: Putin.
8: That's wrong, you dumb bunny. Try it again.
7: Uh- <laughs> I don't know if we're even going to get to it you know, later on that that evening, also called yesterday last today last today he was he was basically out there saying Trump is just he was dumb, he was stupid he didn't understand any of it last today god damn it
6: uh, I'll give you a god
0: damn it Vladimir Putin Pudin. Pudin.
15: Pudin top. Pudin.
0: But well we'll, well we'll
6: see we'll we'll see what's actually in here because I think some of that stuff might be in the Jake Tapper audio. And it might if be. let's get to this last one from uh Katie Tur uh, Katie Tur's interview. Um and uh he this is where this is where I, I think is the genesis of him saying that shit. Oh, maybe Trump did do something wrong, and it's mm-hmm. the very, very last segment from or last clip from uh, Katie Tur's interview.
14: A GOP primary is not would not have been a fan of Russia or Vladimir Putin. It was not a popular opinion to be friendly towards Russia or Putin among Republicans very Putin. early on. Why is it not relevant for the special counsel to ask why Donald Trump was so friendly? to Vladimir Putin early on. It confused a whole lot of people back then, and he's still pretty friendly to them. It's confusing a whole lot of people now.
0: Well, I, by the way, Katie, I agree with you, and I think Trump has made a, big, a major mistake. Oh! Well, look at that.
6: Discovery. Um, so smart. It's a breakthrough moment for him there. Um, and speaking of breaking, Caitlin Chris just shared uh, from MSNBC: Stormy Daniels sues Donald Trump, says hush agreement invalid because he never signed. Ooh, hot damn! Whoop whoop! Yeah, so
5: we'll no, have it, more on G- that on <laughs> No, J- John, whatever his name is, signed yeah, uh, John Miller, yeah. Uh Miller. Mm. John Barron,
6: uh, <laughs> yeah. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Uh, <laughs> uh one more time.
8: What's wrong, you dumb bunny? Try it again.
6: Uh man, I forgot I had that. That's a great clip. Uh <laughs> so um it, yeah, so so let, let's hear more from uh last day. day Let's see if we can get through uh the three clips I have from Sam Nunberg talking to Jake Tapper. Uh, these are slightly longer, but uh, here we go. Here's here's part one.
13: Joining me on the phone right now is Sam Nunberg. Sam, thanks for joining us. So the special counsel's investigating President Trump for any possible ties to Russia that would have uh, resulted in inappropriate, if not illegal, behavior. You work for Mr. Trump. Uh, why are you refusing to cooperate with this subpoena? <laughs>
0: Because it's absolutely ridiculous what they requested. Different <laughs> adjective. First of all, they sent me a subpoena where they asked me after November one of twenty fifteen that I communicate with Carter Page, Corey Lewandowski. I mean, I despise Corey. Why would I communicate with him? okay Pick, who was having an affair with Corey, and I. Wow. Well, I was communicating. <laughs> I should give them every email from November. One of twenty fifteen yes, the perpetuity yep. with Steve yes. Bannon and, and Roger Stone. Check check, yes, that's check exactly what you should. Why, Why do I mm-hmm. have to give that to the to the government? Because it's a Because
13: it's a special well, prosecutor to to and he's requesting information well, and he's, yeah, he's you, know, he, he, yeah.
0: you know, what would what would you say if it was a Democrat?
13: Same thing. Would you, would yeah. you
0: agree? What? Would you agree that I would have to do that if I if yes. they were investigating a Democrat? You would. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I should. Yep. And I oh. spent hours going over it today. It was it was really ridiculous, and, I'm, and I just think, and I'm not interested in going in there for them to set up a case against Roger Stone, who had no communication with Julian Assange. Oh. The Bullshit. idea that Donald Trump colluded with uh, colluded with the Russians. You'd be giving the Russians, uh, you'd you'd be looking down on them. So he wouldn't be able to keep his mouth shut. So let
6: me. Okay, a lot of stuff in there. Um, I I, I love that. Well, I don't think I should have to. Guess what? Your opinion doesn't mean dick in this. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. What's
8: wrong, you dumb bunny? Try it again!
6: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, yep. what would you say yeah, if was a Democrat? I mean, Jake the Tapper thing, was a like, total do, Jake Tapper was a total asshole to President Obama for much less than what he's going after Trump uh, for. Absolutely. So yes, he was absolutely. absolutely. But uh, but anyway, Rain, what were you saying?
7: I just this whole thing of why should I do this? Why should I do this? And it, I, uh,
6: it, it just it, he sounds definitely. like a child. He does
7: sound like a child, and Jake Tapper. You know the thing is, is that here's Sam Nunberg. Should I do this? Should I do this? And Jake Tapper's like, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. But what about this? And Jake was like, yeah. And what's your deal?
5: So I should give them every email from November first in perpetuity. Yeah, I'm. Why? Why should I do that? I'm going to find. I'm going to.
7: You know, for the has all of those emails.
6: I, I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna all
7: of them. I don't get it.
6: You know what I'm gonna I do? Is I'm, I'm gonna specific. find the most the most appropriate um, Mad Lib uh, for him tonight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put every adjective. I'm gonna put ridiculous in it. So, or every adjective. <laughs> so we'll have one. We'll have one special uh, dedicated to Sam Nunberg Mad Lib tonight um you know as if he was playing because if he was playing with us he would just say ridiculous every time so oh i think i found it i found it <laughs> i
9: found it
6: uh so anyway uh here's uh here's part 2 of uh sam nundberg on uh
13: jake tepper so they're asking you for any communication with hopex with Steve Bannon, with Corey Lewandowski, with Carter Page,
0: is that it? Those four individuals. Oh, uh, uh, Gates and Manafort, who I've never spoken to in okay. my life.
13: Okay, Rick Gates and, and and Paul Manafort. So
0: those. Rick, I, I forget. I forget the other ones, and I'll and I'll send it to you. You know what? I I may have to release this because I am not a fan of Donald Trump. He treated me like crap. Right. Okay. He treated Roger like, he like crap. We should I should not have been fired. Roger should not have been treated the way he did. And Trump decided that he loved Corey more than us. That's fine. Okay. It. It's old business. But the idea that I that I was colluding with the Russians. That Roger was colluding with the Russians to help Trump. All we were doing was trying to get Corey fired. So
13: is that the reason that you're objecting to turning over these emails? Because
0: No, or- I'm objecting to it because I shouldn't have to spend that much time. I shouldn't have to go back down to a grand jury. I spent, I'm spending a lot of money on legal fees. A lot of other people are. And granted, Donald Trump caused this because he's an idiot. Because he decided oh. to give an interview to Lester Holt the day after he fired James Comey. And then he decided to have the Russians in the Oval Office. You have to explain that one to me because I'll never understand it. But You're not, I'm not going to gonna be able to explain that to you, Sam. <laughs>
6: no, nobody will. No, nobody would. Nobody can. Um, no. You know, I, I, you, here. No, you know what? I will explain it to you. I will explain it to everybody <laughs> right now. Why Donald Trump did that with Lester Holt, and why he had the Russians in the in the Oval Office, in the White House. He thought he was invincible. He thought he could get away with any dirty dealings that he's gotten away with, with his old mob lawyer, uh, Cohn Cohen. Cohen. Mm-hmm. um, you know, going Joe, down, you, by the yeah, way. you, uh, well, no, the, the, the old one that he worked with,
5: uh, oh, uh Ray, yeah, those, Ray Cohen, the, the, yeah, the Joe McCarthy yeah, one.
7: the other Cohen, the,
5: the yeah. one that was with Joe McCarthy. Yeah. That, that looked like his face got ran through a meat grinder. Um, yeah. and yeah. then you hit by a tractor trailer.
6: And then backed over by same said tractor Roy. trailer.
7: <laughs> Roy Cone <laughs> fell into
6: a <laughs> and put fell in a blender. into a pit of talking acid. Talking
7: about Roy Cone. Yeah. And then
6: Put in a blender. Yeah. And then blender. microwaved. And Then microwave, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then dropped from the top of the ugly tree, hitting his face on every branch on the way down. So into <laughs> a big spike.
12: <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that guy was ugly, man. Uh, oh, the, he's the, ugly the, guy, the, yes. the McCarthy lawyer uh, who also yeah, represented mobsters at,
7: and, and and Roy he, Cohen.
6: Yeah, and he represented had, mobsters. Had
7: relations with Trump. And yeah. Roy Cohen also hung out with Roger, Roger Stone,
6: Stone while him. he was representing mobsters, too.
7: Yes. Mm-hmm. He was this is th- not conspiracy, people. This is fact.
6: History. Oh, yeah. History. So, uh, all right, here's the last one with uh, Jake Tapper and Sam Nunberg. But, yeah, they, you heard him there say, you know, he's an idiot. Trump's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And that last part, you know, uh, how can you explain it to me? Uh, it, it's an easy thing to explain. Trump truly thought once he won the election, he was invincible, and all the dirty tricks and all the sleazy behavior behind the scenes, he was going to be allowed to get away with. Mm-hmm. And along comes and Bob Mueller. Does. And along comes yeah, and along comes Bob Mueller. Along comes Mueller.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he actually thinks he could he could talk to Mueller, and he'll talk his way out of this. Yeah, uh, he really believes I that. Think our legal counselor has something to say about
6: that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's wrong, you
8: dumb bunny. Try it again.
6: Uh, all right, <laughs> last one. Uh, Tapper and Sam Nunberg. So let but me. I ask... don't want
0: to hear. Yeah. I don't want to hear from uh, what's her name today attacking me. Sarah, no. San- Sarah well, Sanders. Yeah, Sarah Sanders. <laughs> if she wants to attack me, I can attack her. So oh, what he would let, let me ask you.
13: Uh, so so they're asking that. I just want to make sure I understand what the subpoena is requesting. The subpoena is requesting all communication you have with a whole bunch of people. Jake, I'm
0: going to send you the subpoena. OK, you know what? I'm going to send you. I'm, I'm going to be the first one in history. Ooh, ooh, send it to, to me. I don't say I'm not going.
13: You're not going. I'm not
0: going to the grand jury. I'm not going. Uh, I'm not going to spend 30 hours going over my emails. I'm you, not doing it. You have testified have before the grand jury already. Right. No, I met with them. I, I
6: met with a very professional. You met with them, okay. I met with them. I don't want to go. That's why I'm not going. I don't want to go. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm gonna be the first person in the history to never ever go today. You're, I'm going. No, uh, no, you're
5: not gonna be the first. <laughs> Ask Susan McDougal.
6: Well, I think she he, go. He, he was speaking in the context of the Mueller investigation. Oh um, yeah. So uh,
1: that's okay. It's gonna Join be
6: groundbreaking. The, yeah, it's gonna be sharp breaking as well.
7: Can uh, I just say this? I need to say this. Mm-hmm. When when I I've heard him say fifty, eighty, fifteen. I don't even know the amount of hours. About mm-hmm. the stuff that the, the the subpoena is asking him for, mm-hmm. he Sam himself as a person doesn't have to go in and talk about every freaking email that he shared. This is where, I, over and over again today, I feel like I, I watched. I watched all this stuff from yesterday. I'm like, mm. wait, you're whining about all this email stuff. Just Gather it up and email it to Mueller. Yeah, he doesn't nobody's,
6: have. To, he nobody's nobody's asking you to
7: go through every freaking email and read it.
6: No, all have you to have to do them. it. It, 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 it doesn't take eighty hours to do a search. Uh, a Google search. Uh, go do a Google search. If you have Gmail, uh, or if you have Yahoo, you know whatever you have, you can search your inbox. This has been technology that's been around for I don't
5: know the last twelve years. I know thirteen, this fourteen,
7: is why, fifteen when I years. Hear- I want to hear 50 hours, 80 hours. I'm like, dude, really?
5: Hey, you know how long it takes to pull your hard drive out?
7: Okay, Mm, let's not get personal, dude. Well, there you go. (laughs) I mean,
5: (laughs) well, (laughs) it depends on who you are. I mean, some people have bigger hard drives. (laughs) Yeah.
7: Just
12: saying.
5: (laughs) We had to go there.
7: There is is kind of a really strange thing about this when he talks about how come I have to give you all of these hours of stuff Mm. and. I, I feel like Nunberg, he, he can't be that dumb.
6: No. He uh, can't
7: be that dumb to understand. Nobody's asking him to read 80 hours of your emails because that's what he's talking about. No, He's really about, trying to pretend like and, he's going to have to read all of these emails.
6: Here's the thing. I think he, if he is to hand them over, he wants to try and go through them and scrub them.
5: I think it's O'Cam's razor here, which is this. There's something in those emails that implicates both him and Roger Stone oh, in a conspiracy. And he it, doesn't want them out. No. And if it's not this, it's there's some other criminality,
6: sure. you know, I it, think it, yeah. because I mean, Roger Stone has his fingers and lots of sinister pies. So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but, yeah, and, and you know, uh, I know, Joe, that's kind of a, a sore spot about how hard it is to pull out a, a, a hard drive. Because Jeff Sessions has a hard time with
7: it. Ah! Uh. Ah! <laughs> uh.
6: It's okay, Jeff. Keep trying, buddy. Yeah, the Jeff. The trying.
7: thing that blows me away is You have to loosen those
6: two screws. That <laughs> helps.
7: The thing that blows that me away is was using the that
6: screwdriver, Joe. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ray.
7: Here's the thing. Nunberg got the subpoena, and it means that Mueller has the information. He's bringing him in to get mm. confirmation. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Mueller has it. He has all of it. <laughs> Just.
5: Everybody said that went in there that described what the scene is like. They said when they ask you about a meeting, they not only know about the meeting, they know how the chairs were arranged, the paintings that were on the wall, yeah. where everybody sit, who you sat next
7: to, and everything you said. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. At this point, at this point of the investigation, anybody who gets a subpoena needs to just show up and tell the truth.
6: Yeah, because, because they're going to compare he's statements. Got it. They're comparing statements. That's what they're doing. That's
7: what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's happening at this point. Yeah, he pulled an edit of, like, and now he's notes he's and just being through- like, "Oh yeah, you just lied." Cause he's just throwing
5: the, the fish that he's not going to eat back in the ocean, yeah. and he's keeping the big ones. All right. So the
7: well, this is, why is Nunberg freaking out?
5: Uh, I yeah, uh,
6: he's he's scared, and I think uh, all the Trump cultists. Uh, you know, I, honestly, I if he was, uh, the, uh, here's the thing. I, he's one of the youngest people now. Uh, the, you know, well, not one of the youngest because there's, you know, the whole picks went in. You know, I mean, there's a lot, you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people, you know, he, so I think he probably 36? just doesn't have the life experience that a lot of other people do at his age or who are older. And it, this shit is blowing his little
5: pea brain.
7: But mm-hmm. he's got a logic degree.
5: <laughs> I don't, that doesn't matter. From a, from a university that was certified in 1989. <laughs> yeah well, anyway, anyway, uh, I wanna I wanna play this last clip
6: uh, because you heard him say if if Sarah Huckabee Sanders wants to insult me, I can insult her right back. Here's josh <laughs> Sam Sam nunberg on New York One uh, with Josh Ro- <laughs> with Josh Robin. <laughs> I mean, because seriously, I could have gotten him booked if I would have tried harder. You know and if If I we know. were live
5: yesterday, he yeah. would have been on our show. I mean,
1: let
6: me let me see where I can squeeze New you York
7: in. News one. <laughs> New York News
5: One, New York, like New York News,
7: tiniest one. cable network. Yeah,
6: yeah. So in here's, <laughs> it, it, but they got a they got a juicy tidbit from him. Uh, this is what he said uh, to Josh Rubin about uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders.
0: You know what? If Sarah Huckabee wanted the, the ones to start debasing me, she's a joke. Okay, fine. Yeah, she's not attractive. She's a fat slob. Okay, oh. fine. But that's not relevant. Her, her, the person mm. she works for has a 30% approval rating. Okay? So if she wants to start attacking me, she can do that. That's fun. But we know it's a joke. Everybody knows it's a joke that she's working there. I will
6: say it is a joke she's working there because he did go on to say she only has a job because of her father. But don't call her a fat slob. <coughs> Seriously, dude. That's
7: the part that pisses me off. And he said that again. He said that, I don't know if we have it with the Aaron Burnett no. thing. But he said that with Aaron Maybe. Burnett, too. And and she actually was like, wait, are you, are you attacking her her weight? her?" And he's like, no.
6: Yeah, no, he tried to weasel his way out of it.
7: And he did. He weaselled his way out. So guess what, Sam Nunberg? You're a sexist piece of shit.
6: Yeah. So not cool. Not cool. You can uh, I, I call her hickabilly slanders because she's a hillbilly who lies. So yeah. you know that's her uh, game. That's you know. Good. And every once in a while, I'll wonder
5: wh- who she's love. looking and at. And I do. Up. I do. I do make fun of her eyebrows. Yeah. No, I'm so,
7: fine. Here, I'm going to say are, this is a woman. I'm fine with people making fun of her. I am. Yeah. I'm fine with people making fun of her. But the thing is, is that Sam Nunberg, and it wasn't just that New York One, you know, New York One News interview. He did it with, um, he did it with Aaron Burnett and I think he did it. I think he did it. In, who the hell knows? He had yeah. so many fucking interviews. I know. Yesterday.
6: And we got it. We got to go to the, we got to go to the break.
7: Don't attack her for that.
6: I agreed. I agreed. So uh all right, let's go ahead and run it because seriously, dude, you really ain't that much to look at yourself. Uh, no. so, <laughs> uh <laughs> I was thinking that, yeah, but glass I houses, throwing that. stones. Okay. So glass crazy. houses, don't, he don't has dress some, in the basement. He has some girth. Um, so anyway, okay. we're gonna go ahead and uh hit the break. We'll be right back uh with name calling, birthdays, and uh your phone calls right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy,
9: that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this?
3: KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, March 6, 2018.
4: These metals are used in energy infrastructure build-out. Higher costs would
17: hurt the energy companies. Oil and gas industry slams Donald Trump's proposed steel tariffs. Boston hit with historic flooding for second time in a month, with more on the way. Toxic coal ash is contaminating groundwater supplies near coal plants. Plus, plastic pollution has reached all the way up to the Arctic.
3: All of those fantastic news stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis,
15: and snarky comment. CO2 is a benign gas required for life on Earth. And is not dirty.
3: Wow. Former coal exec Fred Palmer couldn't say anything dumber.
15: Coal is not dirty.
3: Coal is green. I stand corrected. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the East Coast, specifically Boston, has been getting slammed and it's going to be getting slammed again in just a day or two.
17: Yes, it is. Over the weekend, Boston was hit by the second hundred-year storm in one month. The intense nor'easter left eight people dead and brought hurricane-force winds and flooding to coastal communities along the northeastern seaboard. The storm surge in Boston was the third-highest ever recorded, and that happened just weeks after a previous storm broke downtown Boston's all-time flood record. The Boston Globe connected the climate dots with this double whammy of rising seas and frequent intense storms that increase risks for coastal communities. Quote, The spectacle of seawater swamping coastal communities once again raised concerns about how these heavily developed areas will endure rising sea levels caused by climate change. A preview of the extreme flooding the city can expect in the years ahead.
3: In the years ahead, at this point, it's The days ahead
17: Indeed Meanwhile The oil and gas industry Has slammed President Trump's Surprise proposal To impose Major tariffs On imported steel And aluminum Surprise Going so far As to call them Job killing tariffs Saying those steel tariffs Would increase costs At every stage Of operations From drilling To pipelines To refineries And would result In higher prices For consumers
3: Wow He's actually Going to harm His own base In the oil and gas industry is he crazy? don't answer that.
17: But it's not just the fossil fuel industry. The American Wind Energy Association also said that the proposed tariffs would increase the cost of wind energy infrastructure projects, particularly costs for domestic wind turbine manufacturers.
3: Well, that's just a bonus for Trump.
17: Trump's tariffs also risk a global trade war. European Commission Chief Jean-Claude Juncker did not mince words.
8: So
2: now we will also impose
17: import tariffs, Said in Hamburg, this is basically a stupid process, the fact that we have to do this, but we have to do it. We'll now impose tariffs on motorcycles, Harley-Davidson, on blue jeans, Levi's, on bourbon. We can also do stupid. We also have to be this stupid.
3: It's turning into World War Stupid.
17: (laughs) Meanwhile, coal ash waste is polluting groundwater supplies at coal-fired power plants across the country. Coal ash is the toxic sludge left behind after burning coal for electricity. We make 100 million tons of it a year, and it's often stored. In unlined pits According to a new Associated press analysis Of data released by utilities Groundwater is now contaminated With elevated levels Of toxic pollutants Like arsenic and radium Near more than 70 Coal-fired power plants And coal ash disposal sites Around the country This
12: is
3: going very well
17: The AP analysis Of groundwater contamination data Came out just one day After the Trump EPA Announced it plans To weaken regulations On coal ash disposal Of course. Scientists at the National University of Ireland Galway have now confirmed that our plastic pollution has reached deep into even the most remote parts of the northern Atlantic Ocean and is affecting marine life. The researchers found 73% of the deep sea fish that they tested had ingested microplastics, tiny pieces of broken down plastic found in their stomachs.
3: This is 73% of the fish All the way up in the Arctic have plastic in them?
17: Yes. Wow. But Mumbai is taking action. India's biggest city is phasing in a ban on most types of single-use plastics, and that includes single-use plastic bags, disposable containers and utensils, and they're starting this month. And finally, Hawaii, a state with a $17 billion tourism industry and a persistent plastic pollution problem on its beaches and in its oceans, is moving to become the very first U.S. state to incentivize a statewide ban on polystyrene food containers.
3: Wow. Thank you, Hawaii. For all of those stories and more, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your... Green News Report.
1: No Papa's got a brand new bag. Come on. Hey, hey. Come on. Hey, hey.
16: This is Indie Media Weekly.
11: Extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny
15: Pick on Turn Up the Night.
1: I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue
10: prettier than a $20 horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around
16: and make me look dumb.
0: I love the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't
3: know the things that I say? At indiemediaweekly.com.
10: He even talks honky. This is a can of Campbell's soup. There's in the can of Campbell's soup, well, I just bought this can today. That a Seven Eleven down here? The can of Campbell's soup?
6: Yeah, you sure did, Wilbur. You sure did. Good job. Uh, welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Hello.
7: It's been brought to my attention that that can was broccoli cream.
6: No, it was it was chicken noodle. I saw it.
7: Oh,
8: okay.
6: I, I I made sure I did a blow up. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised,
9: you know, he did. I did want the cream of celery, though. <laughs>
6: um. So anyway,
9: uh, <laughs>
6: welcome. NBA,
7: hi, everybody. Yeah.
6: Welcome back. I'm super, and,
7: super tired.
6: No, that's OK. I am, too. So uh, and of course, Joe of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, welcome back, sir. Would you uh, like to do some name calling for us tonight?
5: Mm-mm, good. Yes. you yeah. <laughs> right. we'll have to sprint with me, A place where dreams come true. There is no such
18: thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today.
11: See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here
1: vehicle. Here we go. Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy one.
16: We get the garage.
11: What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns?
16: All right, let's get straight
12: to the biscuits.
6: There you go, Joe. Find a biscuit.
12: Biscuit.
5: Wow, there is a big chat room tonight. I know. It's pretty impressive. I know. Got to clear my throat because this is going to be. Wow. Okay. We have, uh, let's start with Adam Hebert. Adam, we have Bobber in D.C. You know him, don't you, Rain? Rain? Okay. Well, I've
7: I've been told I know of him.
6: All right. His birthday is coming up next month, isn't it?
5: Oh. You no know way. Okay. What? what?
7: those was tenth anniversary.
5: Oh. oh. A double banner boner. Yes,
7: double boner.
5: Anniversary. Oh, that's
7: what? gonna be a hell of a night for me.
5: It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do the rest like Daffy Duck. Caitlin Chris. <laughs> Francie fifty seven. Jake Holly. Jeans Girl. Ken Senior, hello, Dad. We have Joey, cool black dude. We have KT Kaser or KTK Acer. I'm not sure which. KTK. We have what is it? KT Kaser. Okay, I had it right. Okay, Lee again. Uh, we have Michelle in South Florida. Hi, Michelle. We have Mare Nova Moonlight. Peter in San Francisco, President. We have Scooter Cans, Theo, uh, Tim Cormal of the Tim Cormal Show, my boss, and Trojan Rabbit. And that rounds out the uh, chat room. Oh, ah. and no anons, by the way, no anons. There you go. There you go. We don't like you anons. Go away. No, we
6: we don't like you at all. Anybody have any birthdays out there? I didn't see anybody uh, post any, but I went to my Facebook and I finally figured out how to view birthdays. So I got a few, um, not necessarily listeners of the show, but uh, my only, my, the last man standing, my last conservative friend on Facebook, <laughs> Armin, <laughs> his birthday was Sunday. Uh, our mutual friend, Dana uh from uh stephanie miller show and she pokes in she came into our chat room one night when we didn't have a show and was like hey everybody what's going on i was like please refer to my banner image on facebook (laughs) 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 or the top of the page where it says what time the show's on uh a good good friend of the show jill bond her birthday uh was on oh uh, yeah yeah, sunday um and let me see um uh, one of my friends, uh, Daryl, uh, who I've been friends with for a long time, worked on some music with him before. His birthday's coming up. Uh, it says he on Facebook he's 107 years old. <laughs> well, that's today.
8: Oh, that's
6: today. Wow. And then uh, I also noticed uh, uh, Susan's aunt Gretchen. Her birthday's coming up. And uh, oh, and Greg Hurlevy, the drummer from uh, Hairwolf kai mason i was his his name but yeah greg uh, he's catching up to me he's turning 45 um so uh so yeah so all those people i just mentioned unless there's anybody else in the chat who has one here is your birthday booner this
1: is your birthday song it doesn't last too long hey Thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday!
6: All right, so we're gonna dedicate the rest of this segment. If you want to call in, you know the number. 1330K
15: three, three, E N 1466.
3: Six.
6: Thank you, slow robot. The number is one or three three zero ken the number one, goo! Um and a puddle of goo is exactly what Sam Nunberg was today. And again, I expected him to be delivered via bucket to Fox and Friends. Um, and <laughs> has anybody seen that latest conspiracy theory that's been floated around for? Uh, it, was, it was like the the top story at Mediaite, um, uh, today about the Clinton Foundation and the Australian government giving them money for, uh, um, uh, to help, um. With the AIDS epidemic?
7: No, and, I missed that.
6: Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you the, the highlights while we're waiting for a caller. And, um, oh, really? Did it get buried that quick? What the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, you know
7: where we Joe and I talked about trying to find Sam Nunberg on Twitter. Yeah. Trying to tell him, mm-hmm. come on, call in the show. Call. Call us.
5: He would have called. I'm oh. sure he would have called. Here we go.
6: Well, we do have a caller right now on the line, and that's the one and only Caitlin, Chris, who uh, can be heard on Southern Progressive Revival on Sundays. She's kind of the new resident fill-in co-host. Uh, Caitlin, Chris, hello.
2: Hello. What's up? Hello. Hey. My, my theory on the whole Sam Nunberg thing is that he's trying to ruin his credibility so that um, Trump can do, go on and on about fake news again. Huh? Wait. Well, the problem cuz if see, if, you, see see. if you've noticed number his story his story doesn't stay consistent. No.
6: This is true.
7: No, he was only so he's
2: trying case. to he, he's trying to ruin his own credibility so that Trump can go on about fake news. And speaking of that, he's apparently now acknowledging that Russia did meddle, but 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 he said he hates Trump, is, Caitlin. Yeah, the, I know. But, th- but I'm also thinking this but? is not what he said a year ago.
12: Oh.
6: So what? What's the? What's the? What was the? Uh, what was the butt in there? You you said but. It, it,
2: it, he he said you know he he's like he, something along the lines of they did meddle, but it didn't affect the outcome. Yeah, I remember
7: hearing that. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know, Caitlin. I, he, I just think he was a guy who just seemed desperate and scared, and didn't know what to do. And nobody told him what to do when you get a subpoena. And he really, 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 really wanted to protect Roger Stone.
4: Why?
6: That's the question. That, that's the question. That's the question. You know, I, I posited th- three different theories, one being the most obvious, Uh, you know, that there was actual uh, Russian meddling and collusion with Roger Stone. The other one being potential criminal activity, uh, not related to it and, or possibly something personal and, you know, the, that he didn't want to take the gamble with, of something leaking. So
3: we'll see.
2: Yeah. And his then, the, and then there's his, and then there's his insistence about taking Carter Page off of the contact list. And in his, his, he's insisting, "Oh, I never had contact with Carter Page."
7: Yeah, you that, never have
2: contact with with Carter Page. And why are you
7: insisting to take him off of the list? Mm-hmm. That I think I got to tell you something. I think that part was very interesting because I do believe, I do believe him when he says, "I never met Carter Page." I do, I believe that. I also find it interesting that he found himself on some email lists where he was cc'd along with Carter Page, and he's he's really nervous about Carter Page. Would you agree with that, or
2: I I he, the thing is I'm thinking maybe they never met in person, but he may have talked to him otherwise. I think that they emailed and talked. Well, yeah, besides, I mean, besides email, like, you know, direct message or whatever, you know, there's, but now, he's never actually met him in person.
7: See, here's the thing. This is me. And if if you, Joe and Ken don't mind me jumping in here, I think that, that Sam Nunberg knows that he got caught up with some email kind of, you know, all these things, CCC, here's all the people. He said he never met Carter Page. He said, I think that Carter Page is a douchebag. Okay, he didn't say those words, but he could have. He
2: said a lot of things in the last 24 hours. <laughs> yes, so much. Yeah, he did. So much. He, he
7: really did, but I, I think he knows, I have a feeling that he knows that Carter Page is really in bed with Russia, and he is afraid to get caught up with it. This guy is really scared of a lot of things, and what I don't understand, and I really don't get this, if you're that scared, and if you feel like you're that innocent, then show up at the grand jury. Just oh yeah,
2: him, him, dare, him daring Mueller to arrest him—it's like, mm. really, dude? Mueller's arrested pe- pe- lesser people than you. Yeah, yeah, Papa
7: Dopp.
6: You know what P- happened Dopp. when to you said when you said that C- uh, Carter Page was in bed with Russia? His eyebrows
7: raised. <whistles> so. <laughs> 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 but it is really interesting, isn't it, Caitlin? I mean, I- yeah. I mean, and you know,
2: and then, the, and then the whole thing, you know, the whole thing with Putin and the whole missile thing It's like, yeah, Trump and Putin are having a penis size contest.
6: Oh, oh see, you totally took me off
5: guard there.
1: Don't say penis in this house. <laughs>
5: so, see, you got lulled to sleep there, and boom,
7: Vladimir Putin. You said penis. I'm leaving. Rose. Don't say penis in this house
6: even the dogs don't like it when people say that word uh so uh and
7: you already took things away please don't um, bring that up
6: no i'm sorry uh so uh let's see here i i want to uh um yeah so um caitlin chris anything else uh, you want to add before uh, we let you go want to uh, leave things yeah, open okay. in case anybody else wants to give a quick call in
2: no, I'll, you know I'll let somebody else have a chance since I'm apparently talking a lot on the network as it is.
6: This is true, but that's okay. So <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday on so- Well, no, we'll call in on Friday if you want, but uh, we'll we'll talk to you on uh, Sunday on Southern Progressive Revival as well.
2: Okay, talk to you later.
6: All right, bye 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 bye. Bye. So, all right, she got the P word in there, everybody. Uh, oh. so. Uh, let me see. Uh, somebody is calling from the 805 area. 805, uh, you're on the air. Who is this? Where are you calling from?
7: It's your name, Sam. Hi, Moon Mare calling from uh, California.
6: Oh, hi, Moon Mayor. Thank you for calling.
7: Hi, Moon Mayor.
12: I've been egged on by the chat room because my whole purpose for be, joining the show this evening was to talk about budgie smugglers because I want to use budgie smuggler in a Mad Lib.
6: Oh, there you go. Well, um, uh, well, they, you were you were you lead on? You were egg on? They were
12: kind of a, egg a boy talk. Oh and, uh, yeah.
11: And he was no, lead on, like uh, egg on.
6: Yes. So you were lead on. You were egg yeah. on. So
12: egg, egg on, lead on the budgie smugglers, <laughs> which is the most descriptive piece of clothing the world has ever seen. And frankly, budgie is a much better word than penis.
6: Oh, now see, come on! What the heck's going on Don't here? save
1: penis in this house.
6: All right. Well, I Why, do like the phrase. Jenny, budgie you
5: smuggler. can't relax. Boy, I'll tell you.
6: So, hopefully, occupation yeah, comes better. up in the Mad Libs tonight, and it'll be budgie smuggler.
12: <laughs>
0: well, no, it's, it's a
7: noun. It's actually a noun. It's not an occupation. So,
6: well, I'd like to. Smuggle we're
12: good with budgie.
6: that. Okay. So <laughs> uh, all I'll, right. I'll
7: let you use it how you want.
6: Okay. Cool. So, anything else you want to talk about? while well, we got you on. We Tim. Tim called in. But it, it, the, I added him to the call, but it, it hung up. But, uh, Tim, you can call in, too. Um, so, hey, I'm
8: uh,
6: here. Oh, you're here, Tim? I'm here. What the heck? I am. Oh, okay. Hey. Cool. Well, uh, uh, real quick, though, uh, Moonmare, any, anything else you want to add real quick?
12: No, I my brain is dead. I have absolutely nothing clever to add.
6: All right. Well, That's I'm gonna. Noon... That's what Noonberg said last night. <laughs> this is true. This is true.
5: <laughs> That's exactly what he said. So. All right, uh, have a good he
7: weekend, said, guys. This is right. Antidepressants. Okay. And
5: alcohol. <laughs> yeah. All
7: right. Yeah, we'll we'll,
8: we'll oh, talk
6: to you later, Moonmere. Okay. <laughs>
8: Bye, Moon. Bye. Thanks for calling.
6: All right, uh, Timmy. Tim Carmel. What's going on, man?
12: Tim. Hey, how are you guys doing?
6: Doing well. Hey, Tim. Doing very well.
12: The reason I called in tonight is because you know we we've all been obsessed with this <laughs> this Sam Nunberg. My God, yes. I have. <laughs>
8: right. How long's
6: your but show going to be next? How long's your show going to be next Sunday?
12: Yeah, right. But for rain, <laughs> I'm I'm reposting it right now in the chat. Uh-uh. Uh, did you guys see that the little child? Two-year-old child who was obsessed with yes, uh, Michelle Obama. Yes! Oh Obama's my God!
7: Fortune. Yes! Parker Curry. And I, oh.
12: and I just reposted the article from the Washington Post,
7: where Michelle Obama met her and danced with her.
8: Oh yes. yeah!
7: I love this story so much. It is For those so who beautiful. Don't know,
12: and I posted I... it on Twitter and Facebook, and I said, "Remember when he, when we had a first lady who yes. loved the people?"
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and here's the magical part about this story. Okay. I I got to jump in with this one because sure, I ahead. literally this afternoon I was all like cuz I'm a woman and I'm emotional and I love it and I embrace it. So so And we love that rain. Yeah, yes. We do. So this little girl, her mom, her mom took her to the um uh, portrait gallery about maybe a week or two ago. And this little girl saw the portrait of Michelle Obama and and according to the first Waypo story the mother couldn't get the girl to look at her camera she was obsessed with this with this portrait and it's beautiful by the way yes yes mm-hmm. it is yes it is and so <clears throat> story came out um this little girl literally thought that Michelle Obama was a queen
8: rightly That's what so happened.
7: Yes, yes, and so today there is the Twitter thing and there's the Washington Post story that Tim posted. Michelle Obama showed up at Parker Curry's house because her mom lives in D.C. Oh, cool. It's not like she had to even travel. She didn't have to travel. She just found out where Parker Curry's mom lived and she showed up and she danced with this little two-year-old girl, Parker Curry. Little two-year-old girl, to me, is the queen. And so we had two queens dancing today. Yeah. I hope I said that right, Tim. Oh.
12: Yes. And what what it reminded me of is, you remember when the the elderly lady got to dance with Obama? Yes. And I think she actually passed away, I believe I read, on Facebook maybe a couple months ago. But uh, but she got to dance with Obama, and I thought that was just the most wonderful thing. And and, I, and I, again, I go back and say, remember when we had a president and first lady who were for the people? And I, I did see another post, uh, I think it was a, a news alert on my phone, that, that talked about how the Trump administration does not want to interface with citizens. They don't want anything to do with people. They just no. want to, you know, do no. what they do.
6: They yeah, want, to, is, I, he wants, Trump wants to be adored is, is all the, you know, he, yeah. he'll interact with people if there's like 5,000 of them all screeching,
9: uh-huh. USA, USA, or Trump, Trump, Trump.
12: Or, or if he goes to the hospital and they say, oh, I love you. I was a supporter of you.
9: I hear, heard okay, you're a big fan of mine. minutes
7: yeah you yeah, there been about 20 minutes but i i'm really happy that tim called in to talk about this because i genuinely miss the obamas oh my god yeah. in 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 the fact that in, in, there's so many reasons why we can miss them but today seeing michelle obama going to the house of this 2 year old girl parker curry to dance with her um and you go back and if you go back to to all of the times when when we got these kind of uh, behind the scenes videos of Barack Obama hanging out with D- DC boys, just boys, mm-hmm. yeah, and and the things that Michelle Obama did, and I I genuinely in my heart, seriously in my heart, I miss that.
6: What about and what about President remember, Obama laying remember- on his back in, in that one picture? Holding a little kid up in the air. Yes. And, and
7: also would President he, Obama with the little kid dressed up like Superman in the White House. Yeah. There's would an entire the book from Peter Souza about that.
6: Trump would be like, I you get the, the, the Superman time- costume. That's mine. I'm, I'm Superman. Go,
16: go
12: you ahead. Remember the time said- that Obama, Obama walked, out, walked out to the ellipse with the Secret Service agents and he went up to a food truck and just started talking to people? Yes. Yeah, Who were there, like, who were tourists just standing in, in the food truck?
6: Yeah, yes. exactly. So, but I will say for that story and for you bringing it up and for Michelle Obama, and what's the little girl's name again? Parker um, Curry.
7: Parker Curry. She's Parker two Curry. years old.
6: To all she of that. She
7: has a one-year-old sister. All of that. In
1: Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity.
6: There we go. Amen. Yeah, so uh, well, Tim. And it, it's, boom shakalaka. It's, <laughs> all right, I'll <laughs> give you the boom shakalaka, but then we get, we gotta go to uh, uh, break. <laughs> uh, so here you go uh, for for you, Tim, because I know you love this.
1: Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka,
9: and boom, and boom, boom, boom shakalaka, shakalaka go
1: right, right there. there.
6: So,
12: (laughs) I love that clip.
6: (laughs) I love harmonizing with him on that.
7: Thank you so so much, Tim, for that. I needed that kind of like happy, happy moment tonight.
12: We're gonna have some more happy stuff. We, yes, we all did, Rain. All of us did, yeah. (laughs)
6: Well, all right. Uh, we're gonna let you go, Tim. Uh, and uh, right. I'm looking forward to hearing your show at 10:15. Uh, now that I have dual computers, I can actually be in the ch- I can be in the chat room a little bit more now that I have dual computers. So that's good. Um,
12: and Joe's clown car rocks this week. Joe, you
8: there? I'm here. I'm he is. Here. He is. All right.
6: All right, Tim, my brother. Love all right. you, man. Y'all Talk have
8: to
6: a you- great day. You too. Bye, Tim. To you soon.
8: Take
6: care. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. So, uh all right, there we go. We definitely have to run to the break when we come back. We're going to keep it to a minimum. I'm almost through all of the audio with Sam Nunberg. And then we have some we have some fun stuff with uh Stephen Colbert. Um I might say hmm, oh, I don't know. It's just, Oh, I'm gonna have to decide, make some decisions over this break.
7: Producing on the run, producing yeah.
6: on the run, man. So, uh, but anyway, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this.
11: Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
6: If you've got a chair, sit down, relax. I got, I'm not, I got, I got some stuff to say here.
11: Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
6: Like.
0: Vladimir Putin.
1: Welcome!
2: To another edition of... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
3: What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how.
4: He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer.
5: Prepare, Prepare to make computer-to-computer computer to
4: computer to computer contact. contact. That is a huge idea.
5: Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
5: yeah. Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come
3: on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
6: Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, I'm here. All right, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Uh, welcome back to the program, Rain. Were we too quick back from break? Did we lose it was Rain? Already? It was it a quick break? It was it was a standard break length, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was the on with the show break. Uh, so anyway, well, I I believe rain is out there somewhere, uh, in, uh, in the interwebs. Uh, she might've gone down the wrong tube or something. Uh, so, uh, in, until we, uh, hear back from her, we're going to hop straight back into this because I didn't record this audio, so it couldn't be played. (laughs) <laughs> uh <laughs> say that again <laughs> i did Keep not record that. this audio so it could not be played <laughs> so okay. so yeah so this is uh this is where we're going right now we're gonna go ahead and get to the aaron burnett stuff uh so and, and Ra- okay there's rain all right you're just in time oh. for the last nunberg uh <laughs> the nunberger audio uh this is uh, him with aaron burnett and she has a rather pointed question don't worry kids we're gonna have some fun on the show uh here's uh here's uh, the the part one
4: um i reached out to a trump ally before you came on to say what's your what do you think about sam what would you say and essentially this person told me i just want to be direct because he's not the only one to say it yeah you're drunk or off your meds <laughs> at least half a dozen other cnn reporters have received similar messages what do you say to that- them i mean is this a hit job or is there something I, I, I wrong
0: no I don't care what they say. I think it's fine. You know what? I really could care less what the, tr- what the Trump White House okay, has to say about me. They say. have a president, as you know. What was your poll that you produced last week, Aaron? What is he at? 38 percent? You're talking about his approval rating? Yeah, his approval rating. So any of them to criticize me, I could tell you, if Roger and me were in there, Roger and Trump me. Trump would be at 55 percent. Like Roger Stone. Yes, Roger Stone. So what, what, whatever they want to say, they could say whatever they want about me. I don't care. Once again, I would say they're doing a terrible job for him, and they've been doing a terrible job in perpet. They've been doing a terrible job since he's mm-hmm. been alive.
4: Are they trying to do some coordinated hit job on you by reaching out to reporters, and really saying ch- those things about your state of mind today?
0: I don't or, know. I don't know. This not. is the first thing I've. This is the first time I've heard about this. They're more than they can do whatever they want.
7: The first time he heard about that, because he was going back and forth between phone calls and studios (laughs) all afternoon,
6: and bars, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and liquor cabinets. You know, you know who Uh,
5: also did a terrible job? The law school that
6: educated him. Yes, this is true. I don't
7: even know about that. I feel like this guy. I gotta say this. I've been thinking about this since yesterday. <clears throat> Sorry, coughing. All right. I feel kind of bad for him. I feel like he's panicking, well, and and I feel like he's a guy who just doesn't know where to go because evidently he didn't have a lawyer.
5: <laughs> well, uh, I do
7: feel a little bad his, for him. His,
5: his father's a lawyer. Uh, well,
7: evidently. And he's a lawyer. I think my is lawyer's going to dump me right his, now. His father. <laughs> See, but the thing is, is that Roger Stone is his father figure. So, I, I don't know. I, he, might and even I have know it. we're not going to get to the Ari Melber stuff tonight. No, and that's we, fine. I,
6: I don't even have but, it. So, yeah.
7: No, and it, it, here's the thing. But part of that interview, Ari Melber, and I found that interview amazing because Ari Melber said, Look, I'm interviewing you, but I'm also talking to you as a human. And then later on in that interview, he made it really clear. I'm talking to you as a lawyer, and Ari Melber said to him, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And I I just I don't know what went on with that dude yesterday.
6: I will say Ari (laughs) Melber asking that question meltdown. I think Ari Melber asking that question was a lot more tactful than what Aaron Burnett did, Uh, because in the second part she was just like. I think I smell liquor on you.
7: Yes. So I actually I do agree with that because I I don't care personally I don't care if he I don't care if he was drinking I don't care I don't care about that. No. The guy was saying things.
6: Yeah, and and, and one it, one thing no. I, I want to say to your point though about feeling bad for him. Um, I don't feel bad for him in the sense that it's like I, I of course, have compassion for all fellow human beings. But when you align yourself with a racist, bigot, homophobe, sexist, xenophobe like Trump. uh,
7: Oh, I think
6: my pity pity level goes. Oh, no, not Roger Stone. Fuck him on the fucking ugly ass, dumb horse he rode in on. So
7: it's important to remember that he was kicked out of the Trump campaign in 2015. Yeah. So at this point, that's three years. Mm-hmm. That's three years. And so there is there is a part of me that... I get what you're saying, but his it, what, what I saw yesterday, after watching all of those interviews today, because yesterday was just crazy, he looked like a guy who just looked desperate, didn't know where to turn, and the only place he found felt like he could turn was media, which mm-hmm. you know what, they they didn't really help him out too much. No. They really didn't help him out too much. So I, think, I don't know what he was getting at or what he was looking for. Because well, nobody said yeah, yeah you go, you go, you ignore a fraud, you know Bob Mueller. Do it. Yeah. Nobody said that. Does that mean so,
6: I
4: hope that makes sense.
6: It does. But let's let's uh, um Let's go ahead and, and play the next clip from him with Aaron Burnett real, uh, real quick.
4: Sam, I have to ask you one other thing. Yes, ma'am. And it's an awkward question to ask, but you know, I've I've interviewed yes. you before. You're sitting very close to me. Yes. We talked earlier about what people in the White House were saying about you. Yeah. Talking about whether you you were you were drinking or on drugs or whatever they uh, had happened today. Um, talking to you. Yeah. I have smelled alcohol on your breath.
0: Well, I I have not had a drink.
4: You haven't had a drink, so that's no. not. True. No. So I, I, just because it is the talk out there. Again, I know it's awkward. Let me just get, give you the question. Well, you uh, can categorically answer. That. Uh, no, you cat- have a, you had a drink answer, today?
0: My answer is no. I have not.
4: Anything else? No. No.
0: No. Besides my meds. Okay. Antidepressants. Is that okay?
4: No. I, th- I mean, I'm not. I'm just trying to understand. Well, look. Well, look. W- they can say.
0: Today. They can say whatever they want. I don't really care. What? Once again, they're pathetic. Their, their president has a 33% approval rating. Uh-huh. What, what, what was the rating number you guys released? I don't know the exact number. It was in the 30s. It was in the 30s. So whatever they want to say about me, that's fine. Once again, Roger is very nice. Roger has a relationship with the president. He's Roger's nice. very loyal to the president. I don't care. Okay. Okay? I'm the one who was treated terribly by him. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that a thousand times. So yes. whatever they want to say, that's they've tried to use that against me. There's, there's you there. know, they, they, this was this was their big thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing: I didn't steal from the campaign. Okay, I didn't. I didn't have an, okay. I didn't have an affair okay. <laughs> with a married man. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, all I did was work for there's him for four and a half that. years. And now I get this crap. And now I get this crap after you know legal bills.
6: After legal beals, so
7: I,
8: God. Uh, this is the thing
7: yeah. I need to say this. I get what Burnett was saying, and I don't want to you know just make her out to be a bad person. whether or not he was drinking is not the fucking point. Yes, listen true. to the words that he's saying yes i. I, I because by the time I saw that interview, his face, his nose was red, his cheeks were pink. And, you know, it didn't look like that during the Melbourne interview or the Borger interview, which I didn't see. I don't that one was on the was phone, drunk. I
6: think. I think the Borger one was on see, the phone.
7: I it was. I can't keep track of it. I really can't keep track of it. But the bottom line is that the guy was saying, he was saying things over and over and over and over. Yes.
6: Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous.
7: Doesn't matter if he's drinking it. By the time he got onto Burnett, I, do you blame him? He's no. still saying the same things.
6: I definitely don't defending. think he was drinking. If he was drinking all day, there's no way he would be able to function the way he was doing. I mean, yes. m- you know, maybe he had <laughs> yes. a cocktail between shows or something, but I, I mean,
7: I did love, I did love when he went, unless, was like unless he's a high he function, functi-
6: yeah, unless he's a high functioning alcoholic, I don't know. Okay,
7: mm-hmm. or that, but one of my favorite parts of that was, I smell alcohol in your breath, and he said, "Well, I'm taking antidepressants."
6: antidepressants yeah,
7: I'm thinking. Well, I didn't know that they smelled like bourbon.
6: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so tell you. yeah, go ahead. And we're gonna wrap this up t- and move on to another story. So everybody get your get your final thoughts in on Nunberg now, Joe. So uh, there you go.
5: By the time I got to Aaron Burnett, I was drinking. And you don't drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think
6: a, a a lot of people uh, last night, you know, watching this all day, were just like.
7: I demand to have some booze.
6: There you go, uh, because it was it I was heroin. I just hope in the
7: future we could talk about this. His obsession with Roger Stone is worth revisiting.
6: I I concur, and I think we're we're going to get some information about this too. I mean, it it could very well be this guy is a ghost online when it comes to outside of working for trump in television appearances so yep. there you know and you know again roger stone i mean to me it really sounds like they love each other uh, at least at least nunberg loves love him, him in you know maybe mm-hmm. just as a best friend maybe truly as a father figure but maybe it's more, you know, and and that's fine if that's the case. But again, why do you align yourself with conservatives who want to, you know? Uh, and again, I I can't I can't speculate. But to me, it, it sounds weird. And that that also was really weird too because he said, "I'm not the one who had an affair with a married man."
7: Hmm. He didn't say that.
6: <laughs> I mean. Again, he was rambly, and most people would say something like, I'm not the person who had an affair with someone who was married. You know, uh, uh, you, normally yeah.
15: we,
6: uh, normally in conversation you would say, look, uh, hey, I'm not a cheater. You know, you wouldn't go into the specific of that. So, uh, again, I don't know, uh, you know.
7: And if you go back to this, and I'm going to make this really quick, if you go back to, to that interview the Melbourne interview and also the Tapper interview, his at, and the Katie Turr interview. His biggest thing was that he is trying to protect Roger Stone from what he has a theory about.
8: Mm-hmm. This
7: is this is really important. He said, "I think that the grand jury and I think that the Mueller investigation is trying to go after Roger Stone." I think I have a feeling. It's my thoughts. Yeah and nothing at this point bears that out so i i just i find his his obsession with roger stone something to think about
6: it is odd it is odd but uh you know it, it, odd in the sense it's like fine if you, if they're you know romantically involved or something like that whatever you know surrogate father whatever but again it's just just one of those things that yeah, they're just trying so hard you know uh, i don't know well it's, you shouldn't be strange. covering
7: up for roger stone so much if no. he thinks roger stone is innocent no. then go to the grand jury and and just tell your truth yeah. if you know that stone is innocent yeah it's you know you should be covering up for people. right now
6: just like trump does
0: vladimir putin
6: cover up for yeah. him so, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I want to uh, get to uh, this real quick. This, uh, uh, Joe, unless you have anything else on this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears. I got a s- slightly, slightly, I got a different story here. Throw it into second. All right. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, Representative Claudia Tenney, Republican from New York. She looks and sounds like uh, Laura Ingram's meter older sister. Um, she was on a radio show uh, right uh, after the uh, the Parkland massacre, and she said this:
2: "It's interesting that so many of these people that commit the mass murders end up being Democrats, but we don't want to The media doesn't talk about that either."
6: She said that with zero facts. Of course, Herb Cain said... I don't have facts to back this up. Uh, there is absolutely nothing to support the fact that uh, that, isn't it funny how all these murderers turn out to be Democrats, right? And it went unquestioned by the talk show host she, she was discussing this with. Um he didn't even ask a question she just volunteered that information she's running for re-election she's gearing up for the primary and it looks like it's going to be an easy seat for democrats to win in new york so for her to say that mm, kind of tone deaf and uh potential political suicide fingers crossed and uh a reporter confronted her at an event the other night and asked her about that in, Oh, she was not happy.
18: Comments um, that I made about what? On the Fred Dipper's radio show. Yeah, we're not talking. Look, at, first of all, for, yeah, we, yeah. To to okay, we took a commitment to civility. I, I implore everyone, turn on CNN, turn on the news media on the left, and watch every day the constant drumbeat of blame to Republicans, the hysteria over President Trump, the constant Russia collusion story, which is now turning out to be a, a farce. Um, <laughs> Look at the constant, uh, just vicious, vicious rhetoric coming out of the resist movement every single day. What I Did you listen to what I said? I did. Yeah. So, every single day... Organizations have said they was mostly false statements. Yeah. Actually they're not false statements, but let me tell you what this is. The most false... The false statements every single day, the media, the Democrats, what are they doing? What, turn on the media. The drumbeat every single day is it's Republican. Republicans, 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 the NRA, the Republicans' cause all of these things to happen. I don't think so at all. I'm telling the truth. There's inequality here. Not all of these people who commit terrible crimes. Are you going to let me answer the question?
6: Oh, She's starting to get heated here. There's a part two to this. So, yeah, she... No. Oh, my goodness. But I implore you, turn on CNN. Yeah, I implore you, too. Watch CNN. I, I listen to it every day. Um, <laughs> it, it, I implore you, turn on CNN and listen to this hateful rhetoric. There's... Be- what? Specifically, tell me what. Because Fox News well, is out there. that She's talking about beating the drum. They're out there beating the xenophobe drum. They're out beating the, the anybody that's not a straight white christian can go fuck themselves or on fox news so you know please please tell me about the drumbeat of hatred from cnn and democrats in the the you know uh, what do you want to throw in uh, what did she say the the um um what movement did she mention in there uh the resist she mentioned the resist, resist. movement yeah. which really of kind of is fractioned off and really isn't that huge of a thing right now. Of course, she wasn't answering the question he asked. Of course not.
5: He asked about her stupid comment the night before.
6: Yeah. Well, it was a few nights before, I think. But, um, well, yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, uh, because, you know, Republicans generally don't like to ask questions or to answer questions, I'm sorry. Um, and this this audio proves it because, she, she decides to frame the question in the next part. Well, no, what the question is, and then she yeah, totally loses it. So but by the end, by the end of this clip, she loses her goddamn mind and goes full trump cultist it's it's a beautiful thing really All right,
18: let me answer, that the that we're we're answer, answer the question that we're not gonna the question is you don't want to hear a truthful answer you don't want to know that this- <laughs>
6: the, the question is you don't want to hear a truthful answer <laughs> why did you blame democrats for killing for for being mass shooters when you had no proof politifact debunked your statement yes That's the question. Why did you say that with having no facts? Well, you know, well, no, The that's not, no. Let me answer
18: the question. That, we're not going to. The, the question is, you don't want to hear a truthful answer. You don't want to know yeah, that, that that's this not a question. problem occurs across all sectors with all kinds of people. It isn't just Republicans who, who
6: Nobody commit said
18: all that. these terrible crimes. It is Thank across you. all sectors, and it is people who are typically mentally unstable that are committing a lot nah, of the crimes that we're seeing. You don't know, and know that either. The, the abhorrent behavior of the media in promoting and the and the rhetoric coming from the Democrats who started ah! this, who exploit the terrible tragedies that are occurring in our communities. They exploit these things the minute they come out. They attack legal gun owners. They attack legal citizens. And you know we are defending people way? who have the right to bear arms. We-
6: okay, uh, how do we attack them? Do we go uh, and take a high-capacity assault rifle? To their place of business, their place of employment, or school or home, and gun them all down. Is that how we attack them? Or do, I'm do, say do, do no we
5: for- do
6: we do we attack people by making sure that it's easy to get weapons to kill as many people as quickly and efficiently as possible to fulfill the NRA wet dream of hunting humans?
7: Can I say no?
6: Do you know? <laughs> do you know who was a legal gun owner? Every mass shooter until they decided to start mowing people down. Illegal. There you Every go. Every last one of them. NRA poster boys, all the way. So, yeah, Claudia Tenney, fuck you uh, for uh, blaming Democrats when the culture of hatred and violence is perpetuated by amosexuals who are so hung up on this sick fantasy of wanting to, you know, usurp the government by slaughtering people that are, they perceive to have wronged them. I mean,. All the people that are killed in these mass shootings, they're they're just an enemy for whatever arbitrary reason the gunman has.
7: You know, the people I- who are killed in all these mass shootings are not partisan. No, they're just people.
6: They're just people, and they're and again in the mind of whoever is killing them they have every justification in the world to kill them just like all the NRA people who are out there screeching we're going to water the tree of liberty with your blood yeah because i have interpreted the constitution this way and you haven't so you need to fucking die that's what they think so it's just a it's just a twist in the tail for these gun owners that's all it is and we have to trust that we're not in their fucking path uh, you know when whenever they decide that they're gonna flip that's it so anyway i want to continue the, the the claudia Tenney clip here uh, because uh again she goes full trump cultist by the end it's not a disappointment folks
18: defending people who don't need to be attacked every single day relentlessly viciously and smeared and no, all I'm no. saying is everybody is guilty equally. And that's exactly what I said. If you listen to the 12-minute interview, it's patently clear. You, said, you, said you didn't okay, listen to the night, interview. We'll, we'll we'll go, go ahead, Payne, pay next, next question. question. Yeah. Next next it's question. fake question. news. I answered your question every which way. Question. It is fake okay, news. You you said, bye. Oh, well done. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Run away. Run away! It's fake news! (laughs) It's fake
7: news! It's fake news because she got caught in her own words. I am so pissed about stuff like this Uh because these are the same people. These are the very same people. That woman they call you and I and Joe and everybody in this chat room we're the snowflakes. Yeah. And when they're confronted with the facts, yeah. they run away and claim fake news. Well, I mean, you know, and
6: Rain, I just talked about this last week, too, is is I went to Breitbart and put happy little smiley faces uh, when they were melting down about Trump wanting to grab guns. Mm. And they're
1: like, you motherfucker, uh, we're
6: going we're gonna to report you, and we're going to flag you, and we're going to get you... Mm-hmm. Out of here, out of off of the comment section on Bright Bart for putting a smiley face here. That's a microaggression. Oh, it's priceless. It's you dirt bags. You filth. They're not even snowflakes because snowflakes are are pretty and and interesting and fascinating and sciencey. They're dirt balls.
7: Guess what? Snowflakes are truth yes they're
6: dirt balls is what they are they don't know they're what i I would like to know a technical term for the ball of dung that dung beetles roll up because that's what they are (laughs) what is it called is that called their their little a dung ball a dung ball (laughs) all right rolly dung dung ball there we go there dung ball there's our defense hey call me a snowflake anytime you want because you're a dung ball a rolly dung ball a rolling dung ball yes mm-hmm. and, so anyway it's yeah, so
7: amazing. Claudia, I love Claudia, Claudia Tenney amazing.
6: I hope to fucking god she gets just blasted in the midterms and uh, has to hang her head in shame and you know become a rich oh, lobbyist
5: there you, there you go you libtards Your are violence <laughs> you want her blasted oh yeah yeah
6: <laughs> yeah go ahead blasted Blast at the ballot box
7: Yeah. But, uh,
6: yeah. She is from the
7: Oneida region of New York. Oneida, huh? Perhaps, perhaps, when we talk about snowflakes, we can talk about a blizzard of snow.
6: A flurry of activity at the voting booth. (laughs) A meltdown. Uh That (laughs) voting
8: is.
6: uh She's a dipshit so yeah all right let's go let's go ahead and do this uh we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play her uh, this should be your new campaign song since you're such a loving individual and you look and sound almost exactly like (laughs) laura ingram here's a song from our friend macaroni when we come back we'll have some fun from stephen colbert and about devin nunez and we'll get straight into mad libs and wrap things up we'll be right back uh let me find this here it is (laughs)
12: The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on
11: Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
12: Then
4: things were really clear.
16: With stress, this is what you play to get shit off your chest. This is what you play when people got you fed up. This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck. This is what you need when your car breaks down. This is what you need when there's traffic all around. this is what you need when you just walk in and catch your fiancé with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off and find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your left, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your left, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck. This you. is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your left, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say, suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say, fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say, fuck you, fuck. This This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been Stuck or down on your left or your motherfucking fingers in the air.
6: Yeah, thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington D.C. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, thank you so much, oh. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin, Thanks you. Uh yeah. So welcome back, guys. Hey,
15: Hi.
6: I list- like I like butterscotch Putin. Oh, I do too. Oh, you know butterscotch Putin. That's some of the best stuff yeah. right there. It is butterscotch pudding gets a bad rap. Not in this household. It
7: doesn't
6: have some borscht. Uh, (laughs) borscht pudding. That's disgusting. Uh, Butterscotch
7: borscht.
6: No, borshter scotch is what we uh, call it. Butterscotch borscht. Well, we we call it borshter scotch. Uh, you know, more more efficient that (laughs) way. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's go ahead and, uh, go ahead and, uh, uh, get into the Stephen Colbert stuff. Cause that's fun. Yay. This is a follow Whoa. up, you know, on we, you know, we, we've been talking about the Nunberger. Let's revisit the Nunez burger. And, uh, <laughs> oh no, I don't want to put it there. Hold on. I don't want to put that Nunez burger there. I need to put it over Don't here. Put it there, there. Yeah.
7: or there. There.
6: So this is Daffy. This is kind of a long clip, but uh, Stephen Colbert went to Washington D.C. the other day to talk to lawmakers about the memo memo fever. Memo fever was happening uh, oh, yeah. recently, and uh, Colbert decided to uh, uh, hit the streets in D.C. Go to the Capitol, and uh, he talked to Adam Schiff, and he talked to. Um, Oh, what's his name the the what's the republican that hates trump um flake jeff flake there you go yeah oh yes and Mm -hmm. uh and so so there's a little bit of flashback stuff here and i tried to get this as best as i could there was one part that i really wanted to keep in but it was so visual i had to take it out but this is a longer one and um and then as soon as this is done we'll uh we'll talk about it for a couple minutes and then we'll uh We'll get to Mad Libs. Here you go.
15: You remember about a, about a month or so or ago, uh, America had memo fever? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was yeah, talking about the memos. Right. There was a hashtag, Release the Memo,
8: mm-hmm.
15: which was about a memo written by House Intelligence Committee Chair and youngest man at the Seniors Brunch, Devin Nunes. <laughs> well, last Friday, uh, I went down to Capitol Hill to investigate the investigations and distribute my own memo about Devin Nunes. Can you read what is on the memo? Uh, the memo says investigation update, Devin Nunes is a, and then it's redacted. Yes. We don't that know. Adam Schiffen? Devin Nunez is a, and we're not allowed to release that information. That's right classified. Now. CBS won't let me say it on air either. I think that this should be released. <laughs> Devin Nunes is a. Yeah, this is Jeff Flake. Anything. Good. Yeah, we don't know. Do you have any guesses what it might say underneath there? <laughs> Former dairy
0: farmer?
15: Former dairy farmer? Yeah. Really, because he seems to be milking it right now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously, as much fun as we had down there, ultimately, what we wanted was for Devin Nunes to respond to us, a comedy show. But say what you want about the guy, he's not that dumb, is what I thought. (laughs) Jim?
0: Stephen Colbert was up on
15: Capitol Hill. I think making you the butt of some jokes. I think this is the danger that we have
3: in this country. This is an danger. example of it. So the left controls not only the universities uh, in this country, uh, but they also control Hollywood in this country oh. and the mainstream media.
6: All, all right. Right there. I need to pause that because he's like one step away from
5: saying Jews. You know, uh, he, might, yeah. he past that step yeah you know, uh, you know.
7: no i'm with you
6: I'm with Jew you, run hollywood jew run media you know and yeah. and of course all the yeah. socialists that you know prompted mccarthyism um for the most part you know the Saul Alinskys of the world the george soros of the world you know i mean yeah so yeah you're right at home the trump called nunez you freak
9: Haga!
15: He took the bait! <laughs> Nunez was also asked whether we reached out to him for our piece.
0: Did Colbert even try, or his staff tried out to reach you, to have you on?
5: I,
15: I have no idea, not that I know of, but I wouldn't uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so do the cameras we brought along. <laughs> he's
6: knocking I'm going to pause it right there he's literally knocking on the office door of Devin Nunes Mm -hmm. and the camera's right behind him and you see a bunch of staffers there and this is what happened
15: hey hi Stephen Colbert is the congressman in? he's
18: not
15: in? unfortunately
18: no I'm sorry no okay unfortunately we can't film in the office
15: okay could I leave something for him? of course thank Thank you. you very much You left his memo. (laughs) Release my memo. So, so either your staff didn't tell you that I charged into your office or you're not telling the truth. So is Devin Nunes a liar? Not that I know of. But still, Nunes was a pretty good sport about the whole thing. I enjoy the attack. If they want to continue to attack me, that's fine great because we've got shows all week (laughs) in fact fact, let's show some of the jokes we didn't use until now does it ever surprise you as ironic that Devin Nunes is the head of something called the intelligence committee
18: (laughs) um I'm not going to comment on that okay (laughs) Now, it was Schiff. nice about
15: that, uh, but I also asked Adam Schiff if Nunez even wanted to learn about collusion from their witnesses. Had any point, has Devin Nunes done this? I can't hear you.
6: Yeah. So, so I paused it there because then Colbert went on to say, um, "Yeah, so Nunez, I'm, you know, here's the president you're protecting.
16: It would be interesting to see. I, I will tell you this, Russia, if you're listening." I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press.
6: And then he says, but here's me being the real danger. And it shows him in kitty ears doing a little kitty dance and like licking his paws, (laughs) and dancing around, you know? So, okay. So that's the real danger is that a bunch of filthy liberals are making comedy shows, but not Trump trying to call for Russian interference uh, uh, against his uh, political opponent.
5: That's right. Yeah. Yep.
6: Let, I know who we should ask and, and see what's worse.
0: Vladimir Putin.
6: Yeah, Putin. Putin. Mm-hmm.
5: Butterscotch. So, but anyway, uh thoughts on
12: this. I was, waiting this? For, I was waiting
5: for did, you, did, I'm sorry. you know, I, I was waiting for say. I was waiting for him to say did you laugh? No, Jew? No. Oh,
6: yeah, right. that would have been bad. That would have been bad. That's uh, right. So, uh rain any quick thoughts on that before we uh delve into the wild and wacky world of mad libs
7: no let's just delve into it because all right the comment i have is going to take uh, hours
6: (laughs) well anyway but no you thank you for uh showing me that that video that was that was great so and god bless you stephen colbert um I would become Catholic for that man. Um so <laughs> All right, here we go.
1: I am as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs.
2: Oh god bless Mad Libs.
6: Okay, so now keep in mind this is the one th- this is a bit of a cheat Mad Lib here that we're doing. This this one is the heavily um. Uh, uh, this this is the one where I put in ridiculous for every adjective for Sam um, Nunberg. So this is the heavily Nunberg uh, uh, centric <laughs> Mad Lib, okay? So what I want you to do is every time I mention a, 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 a person, male or female, for this, I want you to pick somebody from his email list, okay? <laughs> okay, I got
8: so, it.
6: So uh, uh, uh name of someone on nunberg's email list male rain
7: Carter Page.
6: Okay, there we go uh same one for you uh except this time female uh, uh, uh Joe oh picks. okay there we go uh, and rain I need part of the body plural.
7: From the email list? Mm.
6: No, no. The I, I, only when I mention people's names, <laughs> only when I mention people's names. So, part of the body, plural. This is. This could be anything.
7: Um. um Paul Manafort sounds like a body part.
6: Uh, Manafort's. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> right, No. We'll say All that because right. I got more names. I got to put in here uh, a couple more names. So, just give me a part All of right. the body plural. So what do you body
7: part? How about penis?
6: Uh, okay, so that will be a plural. So it'll be penises. Um, oh, nice. Yes, and I got to say, oh, uh, don't... don't
1: say penis in this house.
6: All right, uh, oh, Joe, an adverb. Just <laughs> 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 ridiculously. What? <Well>, okay. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to this is going to make this Mad Lib ridiculous. Uh, that's great. <laughs> uh, okay, uh rain um somebody from uh Sam's email list mail Or or just somebody he mentioned, just somebody he mentioned all throughout the course of yesterday, not just from his email. Stone
7: is my lover, Roger Stone.
6: Okay, so there we go, Roger Stone. Same question for you, Joe. Except this time, female, somebody in his orbit, or that he was talking shit about, or whatever. Um. Female was Kellyanne
5: Conway there?
6: Uh, no, but he did happen to mention Sean Spice's replacement. Oh, no, no,
5: no. Sarah mm-hmm. fuck-a-bee. <laughs> fuckabee.
6: Sarah Fuckabee. Okay, so I'll just put Sarah Fuckabee down. Uh okay. And, okay, last one for this. Uh, Rain, another part of the body, plural, please.
7: Breasts.
6: Boobs. Okay. All right. No, so wait, that- hold
7: on. Let's just bring it back down. Let's go okay. with the vagina.
6: Oh, uh, okay, so you're going with the matching set then? Uh, I going with Jaina All right, you got it. Well, I'm saying because we had the P word, now we have the V word. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, next That's one, good. only need a couple for the, only need one for this mad lib. Uh, I'm gonna read the the uh, the uh, Sam Nunberg one last. But uh, all right, Joe, a verb ending in ing. Oh no!
8: <laughs> <laughs> what?
5: I didn't even say
6: it. I read the context of of where it could go. Um, rolling. Okay, <laughs> as in rolling a dung ball. <laughs> <laughs> right. You okay. knew where my mind was going. I I did. I did. It, it would have been so much worse if you picked uh, the one I would have picked. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, few more words, and we're almost done. Rain, a foreign word. Foreign? Yeah, foreign. A foreign word. Jacques. Jacques. I have no idea. I'm just gonna. Uh, I think that has a Q in it. And a Jacques. Yeah. That's I, don't.
8: It's I got juck it. A Jacques and a Q. All
6: right. You J'cuse. got a number. You got a number for me, Joe. But not yeah, eighty hours. Or eighty. 80, 80. <laughs> <laughs> how about eighty? Eighty or f- how about eighty? Fifty or eighty? Either one. I'll put. I'll, I'm going to put fifty or eighty down. That'll actually yeah, be 80. the number. So uh, rain, uh, a type of liquid.
7: Um. Fluid.
6: Uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fluid is a liquid, and a liquid is a fluid. Uh, yes. yes, it is. And uh, Joe, I need a, a verb. A verb?
5: Um, um, subpoenaing. <laughs> Subpoenaed. What? Subpoenaed. Oh, no,
6: actually, subpoena. Subpoena would be it. Cause, um, yeah. Okay, and rain, a verb, past tense. Dead. Died.
7: Thank you. I hate verbs. I hate verbs.
5: I thought you hated adverbs.
7: I hate them too.
5: Oh, okay.
6: Yeah. So I think that works. I have some hate. Okay. All right. So we'll start with where we we, uh, just finished off here. This is canoeing, which is funny because somebody actually gave me the word canoe. Uh, <laughs> when I was filling this one out. So here we go. Canoeing. Canoe comes from the Spanish word <laughs> uh, this This type of vessel was first described by Columbus in the year 50 or 80.
8: <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> it is a drunk boat with its sides meeting in a putrid edge at each douchebag. A, oh, yeah. a, canoe, a canoe is moved by one or more bombastic blowhards. It's important for you uh, to learn the treasonous way to paddle your ham steak before putting it in the fluid. I know, P.S. Mueller would love that. (laughs) The way to paddle your ham steak before putting it in the fluid. Yeah. Uh, Should your canoe overturn and you do not know how to subpoena, hang on to the side of the drunkard, kick your bratwurst, and head for the safety of the waffle. That sounds like good advice. Yeah. You know,
7: it's terrible advice. The waffle <laughs> will float and sink, and the bratwurst well, yeah. will float.
6: The brat would float unless the casing is pierced. Then it might get waterlogged and sink. Uh, but if you kick it, I mean, it doesn't
8: yeah.
6: matter. True. If you surface under the canoe, locate the air canoe. See, that's where somebody gave me the word canoe. Brilliant. <laughs> which will allow you to breathe until you are died. (laughs) Uh, It says verb past tense, and died is past tense, so until you are rescued, rescued, I suppose, is what they're looking for. Uh, So until you are died. Uh, (laughs) Once you have mastered the art of ice dancing, (laughs) you can enjoy an overnight sozzled trip, which is often the, uh, the highlight of the camping douche nozzle. There oh. you go. get yeah. douche bags and douche nozzles in that one. <clears throat> All right, this one is a competing phone number.
7: That's yeah,
6: this is a 1 800 psychic. Is this one? Oh. Psychics are snowboards who are sensitive to the supernatural forces happening in this soused world. <laughs> It is believed that psychics can predict such things as the name of the alcohol you are going to marry or what your mom is rolling for dinner. (laughs) Dung. Dung, yeah. Your mom's a dung beetle, folks. Um, That's right. If you want to talk to a dead rocket car or a dearly departed popcorn or a psychic can arrange a seance, Everyone sits around a lawsuit in a medicated room, (laughs) as the (laughs) psychic
5: Nunberg was doing last
9: night. I know. Yeah, (laughs)
5: he was sitting sitting around a lawsuit.
9: Everyone sits around a lawsuit in a medicated
6: room, as the psychic (laughs) goes into a hockey puck and contacts the spirit of your panicked relative. Psychics also use their abilities to help police, police, police catch gold medals, Uh, gold medal. Oh, I'm sorry. Gold medals. uh, Yeah. Gold medals. Uh, Today, you can watch psychics on wobbly television Ooh, and call in for information that will help you solve your rainbow flag.
7: Oh, oh, oh,
6: there you go. Alright. Here it is. This one's dedicated to Sam Nunberg, everybody. This is called Primetime Gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I I kept flipping through to see what would fit. I think this was probably the best one for Sam Nunberg. So here we go. <laughs> Handsome Carter Page and his co budgie smuggler. <laughs> The ridiculous Hope Picks raised penises when they were seen kissing ridiculously at the screening of the ridiculous TV movie. The ridiculous couple deny it's, it's a romance. They say they, they are just ridiculous friends. <laughs> uh, here's another ridiculous tidbit. Love must be in the Mandala. <laughs> Roger Stone is. and Sarah Fuckabee, who o- who had only uh, ridiculous words for each other last week, were seen holding hedgehogs and whispering into each other's vaginas at this week's benefit for the adopted tr for adopted traders.
7: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sounds right. Uh
6: they were seen so- holding hedgehogs. And whispering into each other's vaginas at this week's benefit for adopted traitors. She whispered into
7: vaginas? Really? Really? Really?
6: Each other's. Hey, just you anyone. know what? He's a trisexual. So try anything. <laughs>
5: yeah. He might, e- might even do it with a fish man.
8: Good yeah. God.
6: You know, well, he does spend a lot of time in InfoWars, and I think Alex Jones. Probably uh, could hook him up uh, with, with uh, you know, um, a hook humanoid. Him up
7: after Joe said Fish Wars?
5: Fishman.
6: That's fish 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 oh, fish I keep playing the backwards one. So.
7: <laughs> God damn it. God damn
6: it.
5: They made, uh, a, movie uh, a, movie. They made a movie of that. Called the of they the humanoids crossed with fish win and win
6: stuff. stuff.
5: What, humanoids yeah. from the deep? Yeah,
6: that's what they made the movie about. Humanoids from the Deeper. Well, the creature from the Black Lagoon as well. So yeah. it looks like the chat room approved of our Mad Libs tonight. So there we go. Sam Nunberg, that one was for you. That ridiculous one that was so ridiculously yeah. ridiculous. That one was for you. So primetime, it was primetime gossip. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, Rain, what do you got on the way out of the program tonight?
7: Hey. I really don't have anything. I I totally like home the mad earlier. libs? What? Did you like the
6: mad libs?
7: I love the mad libs. All right. But I'm really tired. What I'm the really hell? What the hell?
6: Yeah, I'm tired too. I'm don't really worry about it. Really tired. No problem. And you gotta so, do resistor um, sisters tomorrow. We're very biggest excited thing about is that.
7: that I, I, I really wanna know why Sam Nunberg is so. Fascinated with Roger
6: Stone. Um, like I said,
7: I think we're gonna look into it, we're gonna find out more, but that's my parting shot. Yeah,
6: I hope I wasn't too conspiracy theorist about it tonight, but I again, I I think there's three three answers, and I think Joe, you raise a great point about uh, the one about you know sexual stuff whatever you know he might not care but but then again he might care if one person finds out about it even if it wasn't leaked you know so Mm -hmm. um but anyway joe what's your parting shot
5: well i i thought this is interesting that uh sam nunberg the reason he got fired uh from the trump campaign in in 2015 was because he posted some racist things on facebook (laughs) well there we go okay so the pity all now, goes out the
6: window
7: because trump campaign cared so much about that right joe
5: well, yeah really <laughs> at, they look they were looking for a reason that was the reason they used uh but here's the irony of that last night on Ari e. melber right <laughs> there were two lawyers on besides Ari, who's a lawyer uh one of them was a black former prosecutor and now a civil uh lawyer and her name is maya wiley she's a black woman and she gave him advice she said if you don't have anything to hide and i were you mm-hmm. i would go to the uh grand jury on friday and he said do you really think they would arrest me and she said yes i do and i
8: yeah
5: i really feel that that you're doing yourself a disservice, and she was really warm to him, uh, which was amazing when you take into consideration the reason he no longer worked for the trumpet, uh, uh, yeah, campaign yes. anymore. You know John, yes. what I mean,
6: kind of hate is going to be on that fucking hard drive too, man? Because but here's the thing,
5: and that's
7: the I, thing I think he I said. Know where Joe's going.
5: Oh, go ahead, please. Yeah, finish.
7: Oh, oh yeah,
5: but here's the thing. Today. He changed his mind, and the reason he gave was attorney Maya Wiley.
7: Yeah, a black woman. A
5: black woman, <laughs> who he said was so smart, and she changed his mind. And he thanked her for that. Isn't that ironic?
7: I, it's oh, not ironic. Bit. I mean, it could it's be. It could be quite honestly. Hey, white dude, maybe you need to listen to black women. <laughs>
6: Well, you know, uh, it's probably I know, the best advice he's given. I, I loved
7: your point, Joe. I did. I thought. I, I, thought I, 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 I,
5: I thought it was. Yeah, and 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 the thing about it was that um, she knew all about Mister Nunberg. Yet she talked to him like a sister would have talked to him, mm-hmm. like a mother would have talked to him. Yes,
7: yeah, she did. She like did. another human know.
5: being yeah. Yeah. would have talked to um, him. Yes. and said, "You know, son, you're doing a bad thing to yourself. Don't do it." It was like an intervention, but it's, I just geez. thought it was the height of irony that yeah. man who was fired for racist comments on Facebook turned maybe his life around, avoided yeah. jail because of a smart black attorney.
12: When
6: they go lie, we go. Uh, I'm sorry. When they go low, that we go high. Uh-huh. Didn't even know
5: him
7: was really good because during that interview at one point she said to him you know i i don't know if you keep going like in this direction you're not going to be able to go home for thanksgiving and i would like you to go home for thanksgiving dinner Do you remember that part Joe?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she she said he said my father they said that they asked they asked him what does your father have to say about this, and he said, yeah. "Well, he thinks I should go in front of the grand jury." And she said to him, "Because your father wants you home for Thanksgiving." Yeah, well, well,
8: there, there you go. You there, there you me. go. Oh.
5: Well, we we don't have a lot of time
6: left, but that is that is a very good point you raised, Joe. Um, I this is the first I've heard about it because again I was so inundated with all the uh, again once the the, the magical uh, uh, media meltdown tour uh that yeah, i, I missed that i totally missed that <laughs> so uh so that's good and again the irony is not lost on me joe uh that i mean seriously and another thing too about all those emails where he said oh well where roger and i we sent emails back and forth about who we hated
8: that mm-hmm. that
6: that kind of uh mm-hmm. came to mind immediately when uh, you reminded us of how uh, why he was fired Mm-hmm. So there's probably it's probably like a fucking clan crime scene on his hard drive. I wouldn't want to look. No, I wouldn't either. So uh anyway, well everybody stick around. The Tim Caramel show is coming up in about ten minutes here. Uh and if you're listening to the podcast, you should tune in live every Tuesday and Friday, seven to ten PM Eastern. Every Tuesday you get bonus material with a brand new Tim Caramel show. Uh, every Friday, ten fifteen p.m. Eastern, you get brand new bonus content with Resistor Sisters. So uh, you don't want to miss that live. And also, you can check out TimCormel.com and, of course, the uh,
8: mm.
6: Kenny Pick uh, TUTN SoundCloud page where you can get... Uh, uh, episodes of Turn Up the Night and Resistor Sisters for 100% free. And you can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and all that fun shit. Um, but yeah, I really don't have much else to add except uh, I think I got... For some reason, I got a hankering for a can of Coke and soup. Um, so... <laughs> I'm gonna go
5: dollar ninety nine
6: yeah, yeah, so uh, it is seven uh, yes. eleven <laughs>
8: All
6: right, we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap the show up. Thank you, everybody. hope everybody had a good time and uh, what a great audience we had this evening. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you on Friday
1: That's it over and out. Rock and roll, God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye.
3: We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank
1: you! Thank you. you it, good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it!
10: <laughs> this is a can of Campbell's soup. This, in the can of Campbell's soup well, I just bought this can today at a 7-11 down here, a can of Campbell's soup. Here's a can Nobody. of Coca-Cola. Here's oh, a can of yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola.
8: No shit.